0: Hello, yo, Joe, and welcome to episode 27 of Art my Optics, a podcast where grown adults discuss, overanalyse, and generally take a toy and media franchise originally intended for kids a little too seriously, usually that of the Transformers. But not today. Instead, we're going to talk about Hasbro's other smashy 80s toy line, supported by a nefarious advertising campaign of merch, comic books, cartoons, and a movie, designed solely to hook young minds on an endless war between the constantly expanding roster of plastic toys that you must and will beg your parents for. That's right, it's G.I. Joe.
1: Oh, I thought it was My Little Pony. Okay.
2: Uh... (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's that's also one, isn't it? I look forward to the Are oh, My Optics on, on My Little Pony, the movie.
0: <laughs> it's going to need a ton of research, that. But anyway, I am your busing into Southend on Sea to go to Keddie's and spend my pocket money on yet another Joe to add to my collection. Host, Orion Gear, codenamed Sleeves. And with me is my what Serpentor was in the movie co host, codenamed Virtual Dave. Hello, Dave. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Koba la 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 la! Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm glad you got
0: the, uh, the, the battle cry down there. <laughs> so, now to balance out Dave's almost complete lack of knowledge on the subject and my very non cartoon based perspective on G.I. Joe, we have Friend of the Pod, Toy Collector, Terrible 80s Cartoon Watcher, and my occasional drinking buddy, James <laughs> Soapstar Donovan. Welcome to
2: our My Optics Soapstar. Hello, there are still too many broken hearts in this world.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you like the the nickname.
2: <laughs> I mean, if this was 1988 again, I would not, but it's, um, <laughs> no. many years have passed.
0: Well, I did once accidentally call you Jason in the pub once.
2: I, but it, I... People call me Jason even when they don't know my surname is Donovan, <laughs> uh, which I find really strange. <laughs> I suppose, yeah I suppose j
0: J names but i mean yeah. in my defense i hadn't known you that long so yeah i, I, I won't do it again <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <you will.
2: laughs> everyone does everyone listening to this podcast is going to think i'm jason Donovan. <laughs> <fine>.
0: <laughs> yep there's, there's worse people to be um well anyway thanks for joining us so we've selected as our in to the world of gi joe possibly advisedly 1987's gi joe the movie so you're the guest, James. What has been your experience of this movie and G.I. Joe in general?
2: Yeah, so um, obviously as a kid, I didn't experience G.I. Joe because that's not what we had. We had Action Force. And uh, I, think, I, I think I'm think i old enough to sort of remember, like, Action Force before it was just G.I. Joe rebranded. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be the red boxes with the yellow writing. And uh, I had quite a few red shadows growing up. And uh, I remember having a, uh, I think it was an SAS Wolverine, and even at the time it looked a bit odd to me, because it was like this big black tank with this black-clothed driver with a mask on, and thinking, is this really the good guy? He doesn't look like a good guy. (laughs) And of course what I didn't realise is it was actually a Geo Joe toy repackaged to be some sort of British SAS tank, but... I only had a few of those and then obviously moved on into the late 80s and all that kind of stuff. And um, I think my only other exposure to Action Force as a kid uh, was going to my local Ritz video and uh, seeing all the videos for Rent. And uh, one of them was, of course, Action Force, the movie. And I didn't even realise they uh, they had like cartoons. Of course... Yep. G.I. Joe cartoons, or Action Force cartoons, never never came to the UK on TV screens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only way you could watch them is if you rented out one of these videos. So uh, that Which is kind
0: of... Uh, sorry, I was going to say, I think those were the, uh, the Video Gems videos set much yeah, like yeah. the um, Transformers ones.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so my introduction to the actual storyline of G.I. Joe was watching this movie mm-hmm. uh, and the Action Force <laughs> version of this movie. Which I don't think we are and I don't know if you've watched it. But regardless of what your feelings to the G.I.J. movie are, uh, the Action Force movie is worse. <laughs> yeah, uh, I
0: mean it's it's essentially the same. They just don't say Yo, Joe. They say
2: Full Force. Yeah, but they also like like when they refer to someone as a Joe, they refer to someone as a Force. Oh. Really? Yeah, it's pretty, and it's some scenes like that. That word makes no sense. <laughs> And I'm sure we're going to get into it later because there's plenty of scenes where they change the the wording in in such weird ways, mm-hmm. like obviously they have to they uh, change Sergeant Slaughter to Sergeant Slammer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> except, they, they, except they except they said they don't change any of the the actual picture. They don't change it. So they're calling him mm-hmm. Sergeant Sla- Slammer, but in the opening credits, he's still Sergeant Slaughter. All oh. oh, right. They didn't
0: change the uh, the typeface and all the, the, the yeah the, um, yeah the titles. Yeah. Ah.
2: But yeah, you can uh, you can imagine trying to watch this movie for the first time and not knowing anything, and it just it just throws you into it. You don't know anything about Cobra Commander or Serpentor or any of their relationships. So my understanding of that side of the franchise has been from that point, and like trying to understand what the fuck was going on <laughs> <laughs> retrospectively through my adult
0: life. Yeah, well, because it was 1987, and that uh, GI Joe been going since what I think it's 84. It starts or 83, 82, 82. Yeah, yeah. So, so like it in America, it was already well established. Yeah. So, for, yeah, to be thrown in with just that movie, so much had been already established, and so much was already kind of yeah. Um, and they they many, they, as it were. they
2: had. The, the, so I, I read up on this. They did they did adapt um, a bunch of the GI Joe cartoons. Uh, into Action Force in 1987 so the same year the movie came out and then they did the movie as a video in 1988 mm. um, but you know you're a kid you don't want to pick out just a couple of random Action Force episodes you want to get the movie <laughs> never, never mind never mind that there was five years of backstory to
0: it <laughs> indeed well I'll, I'll, I'll pass it over to you Dave Dave let's hear your, um, your experience of of G.I. Joe up until
1: well this point uh well, up until recently, the only thing I knew about GI Joe was the live-action movies. That was that was it, really. Wow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like like you said, it wasn't. Um, there was no, as far as I understand, there was no resurgence of GI Joe like Transformers has had, and so many other Hasbro brands that I would have watched it growing up. There was no. There were some attempts. There was but... there was no big boom of GI Joe's no. coming back um, in the same way. So I never really knew about it or really caught on it was something I knew about that existed and only up until recently with all the stuff with Classified I'm starting to just know these characters names by osmosis so mm-hmm. when I watched the film I was like oh that's um, Orion's got that one yeah um... <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a lot it's uh, I didn't I had no I had no idea what was going on but I enjoyed it you yeah. <laughs> know
0: as a little bit like transformers as as a layman there's just one or two characters that people know mostly it's snake eyes um and everything else is kind of i don't know who that is or what that is
2: you're um, going to be really disappointed if you went into gi joe the movie wanting lots and lots of snake eyes because uh, <laughs> yeah. he is not in the
0: movie much <laughs> yes. he's he's locked up for most of the movie yeah
2: <laughs> yep yeah. he i think it's i think it's just a good thing that um they didn't like try and do the Transformers thing where they they killed off the toy line because uh, the steak Eyes would have be been dead. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think they were there was kind they were kind of trying to do that in a way. They were trying to bring the new the new mm. class in with the uh, what they called the uh, roughnecks or whatever. But um, the, and they did they did basically put a lot of the old characters in a cage for a while while <laughs> yeah. everybody concentrated everything else. But they didn't kill them off.
2: Yeah. yeah, they 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 fought wisely. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, indeed. Well, I mean, my experience was that um, I really didn't know it was a thing at the time when the movie came out. Much like Transformers, my experience with um, Action Force, as we've discussed, it was called for the longest time over here, was... Like, I did have one or two of the Palatoy um, Action Force figures kicking about the um, five points of articulation ones rather than the ones with all the elbows and the knees... And I read some of the comics. And of course, the comics appeared in Transformers eventually when it kind of the comic ran for about, I think it was 50 issues. And then it became a backstory in Transformers because it wasn't selling so well. So I remember reading them and obviously reading the toy packaging and reading, the, you know, the uh, file cards on the back. So I knew knew some of the characters from that, but I I never watched the movie as a kid. I didn't watch the movie till I was in my 20s. And I thought it was ridiculous
2: <laughs> because I was in my 20s. Stop, not not the time to watch it, really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think I saw, I saw the cartoon for the first time when I went on holiday to Florida. Um, one of my first like international holidays, um, we went to Disneyland. And I remember kind of watching, t- you know, kind of uh, cartoons on on American TV. And I think one of the... One of the episodes of GI Joe I did watch was part of the movie, but it, they cut it up into th- into five parts for syndication. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I remember the bit. I remember the bit which we'll get to where um, where Falcon goes and um, to train with the uh, with Sergeant S- Sergeant Slaughter. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing that bit on telly. So I think that's what I saw. But um, yeah, I was not prepared for a lot of this. Um, before, yeah, especially all the car, all the Cobra La bullshit, I was not expecting any of that at all.
2: I don't think any was anyone was expecting all the Cobra La stuff.
0: No, no. I mean, from looking at what what toys came out when, like, looked went on to Yo Jo and um, I think I collected GI Joe between eighty seven and ninety one, so it was already kind of had its day.
3: Hmm.
0: Um, because at, at the time, Transformers was such sort of drying up and um, yeah, action. Time. Action Masters were quite similar, a quite similar proposal to G.I. Joe. So I kind of was buying Action Masters and I started buying G.I. Joe. And what I loved about it was that they were they were pretty cheap and they had all these lovely little um, accessories and so on. You could, you know, you could easily buy one with your pocket money once every couple of weeks and just, you know, keep popping it. Keep getting your your new toy fix.
2: I, I think also like we were talking about Palettewise and like buying those original Palettewise ones. I think one of the good things about those original Palatoys toys is at the time the biggest toy line was was Star Wars it was standing you know, the return of the Jedi figures yeah. and if you had a collection kind of, of those and you you bought some of those Palatoy action force they're just fitting really really well mm. so they you know they they, were, they they could have just been like a some extra Star Wars characters that they just weren't in the movie yeah but when you get into those like late 80s stuff with the the, the o-ring stuff they don't really fit in with star wars or any of that kind of stuff anymore they're their own thing so you have to be into that rather than mm-hmm. it be like more of like a general free free and some 5 inch collection mm-hmm. well i
0: think one of the things um, when they first started gi joe there was no cobra and when they started making the car- the comic book i think or the cartoon and the comic book they were like well who are they going to fight and mm. Hasbro were like, Well they're gonna fight the Star Wars figures and the uh, you know. <laughs> Like they didn't have a because, like the original G.I. Joe, you know, this the twelve inch G.I. Joe had no baddies. It was just it was it was basically a a, a doll for boys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got you got the doll equipment. and you, you bought you bought new new outfits for it. Yeah. Um and maybe you got a vehicle or two. But yeah, they, they were very much like, Well, oh we've gotta come up with baddies, okay, um, You you tell us what they're called. I I think it was Larry Hammer or someone like that came up with Cobra.
2: Mm. And Cobra is like like a very nebulous concept. It's just like they're a terrorist organization. What's their goal exactly? <laughs> think over the world? I think it is just world domination, isn't it? But yeah. it's very vague. Blow up
1: the Statue of Liberty, as far as I understood it, from the film. Well, yeah, That's part of it, yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, in a, lot of, in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, Cobra Larr makes more sense than Cobra. At least Cobra are like, <laughs> they state what their agenda is. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's the reason why they're doing it. Cobra, I don't think they ever really explain it. It's just bad and evil stuff. Yeah, they
0: just do bad things because they're baddies.
2: Yeah, like obviously in the obviously in the comics and stuff, they give them you know more motivation and, and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, and in, in the later comic in the later cartoons, like in Resolute, they have more of an agenda and it makes more sense. But in the eighties, it's just it's just nonsense.
0: They're <laughs> yeah, just yeah, they're just Saturday morning bad guys. That's yeah. just what they are, and that's what most baddies were in most things, weren't they? Really? Yeah. So I mean, you know. Comparable with Transformers, comparable with Thundercats, comparable with uh, I mean, all of that I stuff. Mean,
2: hey. I mean, the Decepticons had an agenda. The, the, their 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 mm. motivation was pretty clear. Mm. Cobra, not so much.
1: When did this happen? When did like? There's one bit I didn't get from the movies. Like, you know, there were Transformers. There was season one, season two, the movie, season three and four. Where does this fit in their timeline of the show? or...?
2: Um. So, the original the original cartoon that was made by Sumbo, um, the movie is at the end of the entire cartoon. Oh. Uh, because after the cartoon, after the, after the movie, um, they handed production away from Sumbo to Deke. And if you want to watch something truly hilariously bad, go and watch the Deke G.I. Joe. You won't regret it. It's so hilarious. <laughs> I like all the characters they introduced in the movie. Uh, none of them are in the new stuff. they like, it's not like it's not like in Transformers where all the characters from the movie end up in season three. Like mm-hmm. they're all gone, all of them. They're they're not in the Deke show at all. It's a completely different set of characters. And Stalker with a canoe for some reason. Yep. Um, <laughs> okay.
0: Well, that was a great toy. You got a whole <laughs> canoe with it.
2: Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah yeah like you say yeah I mean it, it's more akin to Transformers Rebirth than it is to Transformers the movie in a way because it ended up being like a five part final season of- Yeah
2: yeah, okay. yeah I think that's a, I think that's pretty pre apt it's like it's halfway mm. between re- like re- I I love rebirth you know I love rebirth mm-hmm. uh, but it's not it's not a good quality production um no. and I feel like I feel like uh G.I. the movie is like halfway... it's not G. G. the movie did not have the budget Transformers the movie had like no, that's that's that's, yeah. a, that's a good that's a good production Transformers movie, whereas Jojo Joe movie it's like yeah, it's a it's a little bit better than the cartoon, but some of it's not quite. Uh, so it's like halfway between the two, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, and as you say, after that um, it ended, and then uh, it didn't come back till 1989 with the Deke, um, yeah, cartoon, which was as you say atrocious.
2: But in in the best way possible, I, I <laughs> recommend watching it. It's so bad. <laughs> Um, the origin of Python Patrol is just wait what? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and uh, every, every, everything to do with Destro's love life is amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, you were telling me about this. That was going to be one of yeah. my questions. Where, where's, where was the Python Patrol, people? Is that, so that comes after this.
2: That comes That's after. Later. Yeah. Oh.
1: Uh,
2: they they used the power of pythons to mm-hmm. make them invisible by giving them bright colours. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that's it. That's the explanation. Yeah. Like, I, I, there's nothing more else to say. The, the
0: movie really does mark the point where jo jumps the shark and gets very silly and sci-fi and kind of ridiculous. So all of that stuff, if you if you see something with kind of bright colours or kind of, or a kind of sci-fi kind of design, that's that's movie stroke post movie.
2: I, I think that's and, post. I think that's post movie because a lot of the. Mm. A lot of the stuff in the movie that was toy related, I think is still still a bit grounded, and, still um, a bit, but it's starting still... <laughs> to move yeah, and the I think most of the like the real sci-fi stuff in in Georgia, the movie that doesn't make it to the toy line that's mm-hmm. like I know they made toys of uh Globulus and um Nemesis and yeah um but the rest of it all the all the rest of the Cobra R stuff. Uh, which I think we'll probably get into later. Yeah. They're not making all those monsters into Joe Geo, Geo, Geo toys.
0: <laughs> no, no. I mean, I was going to say unfortunately, but maybe not. Uh, they wouldn't be I... as good.
2: <laughs>
0: no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so should we just talk a little bit about the production of the movie then? Because like, um, as I, un- I read this, apparently there was a, a gap in the market due to Disney pretty much giving up after massive losses on things like Black Cauldron. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) So there was a big gap in the market for animated movies for kids, and the toy companies all jumped in there. And Care Bears, the movie, was the first one to kind of exploit it and was hugely successful, which led to Hasbro kind of going, right, let's do all of ours as movies. And they were doing Transformers, G.I. Joe, My Little Pony.
2: And Gem and the Holograms. was in Gem and the Holograms, yeah,
0: yeah. However, <laughs> this GI the movie was not theatric, theatrically released, mostly due to the fact that Transformers and My Little Pony didn't do very well. Yeah. So yeah, one thing that was that this movie brings well, it doesn't. It brought it in before the movie, but they wanted a new exciting leader, so they came up with Serpentor. Mm. It did appear in the in the show beforehand. He got created in the show beforehand.
2: Has, has Dave been briefed on how Serpentor is created? Well, you go ahead. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Serpentor, if you do not know already It's a genetic combination of all these Ancient uh, ancient war leaders like they, they took their DNA from all these different places The DNA was from people like Vlad the Impaler and Genghis Khan And all these crazy rulers And they couldn't get the DNA from one person So they took the DNA of Sergeant Slaughter And combined it all together And that's what Serpentor is
1: Wait, what? Yeah <laughs> I didn't know that last bit. New <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, they, they, I,
2: I can't remember. I, I, I did watch uh, Arise, Defense or Arise. Mm-hmm. I can't remember all the details, but they had to take the DNA from Sergeant Slaughter because he's the toughest G.I. Joe. <laughs> well, I, I looked it
0: up, and it, it, they assembled the DNA from the world's greatest leaders and tyrants. Um, the military bris- brilliance of Napoleon, the ferocity of Genghis Khan, the leadership of Alexander, and the evil of Ivan the Terrible. And then a bit of Sergeant Slaughter as well, because they couldn't get uh, sh- uh, Sonshi. Right. Oh. Yeah, for some reason, uh, I think they were stopped. I think the Joes stopped them from getting that that particular bit of DNA. So
1: they just took Slaughter's DNA instead. Oh, why wouldn't, not? Wouldn't it be better to take Duke's? Oh, is isn't he the leader?
2: Sergeant Slaughter is tougher than Duke, man. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: He's he's the ultimate warrior. Oh, right. um,
1: <laughs> he's an
0: he's an actual real life wrestler for God's of sake. Of course, yes,
1: yes. <laughs> um, played but played by himself um, in the show. Mm. I and mean, so, was so also um, the bit where I forget his name. Beachhead, right? Yes. And he's training true. recruits, mm-hmm. and then because he's the drill sergeant. Because he's a drill sergeant. But then I thought, like when
0: Falcon. Is that his name? Falcon is the new character that's
1: uh, Duke's half brother. Yeah, him. When he gets sent off to the slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. I, I, I thought like this was going to be like really bad, and you know, it didn't even occur to me that Sergeant Slaughter would be there when he arrived in this. <laughs> uh, you know, well,
0: it's kind of framed that way, isn't it? It's made to look like he's going somewhere really awful. Well, yeah, like, like... <laughs> and I guess he
1: is, but like, it, it sounds like he's going to get murdered. But I did, I was like, oh, well, okay, that's, that's better. That's a better option. <laughs> yeah, rather than get caught, martialed <laughs> sure. he'll be sent to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> uh,
0: so one, So let's go back to um, the origin of, of uh, Serpentor. So you've got the origin of Serpentor that we just went over. Apparently, um, story editor Buzz Dixon, who wrote a lot of the cartoon and wrote this movie, even though he's not credited, which we'll get into he was asked to come up with the, uh, with the origin of Serpentor and he came up with two origins and asked Hasbro which one they wanted to use and they said, we'll use both. <laughs> so...
1: Yeah, I noticed that in the movie as well, yes.
0: <laughs> so in the movie, we find out that, that, yes, his origin was, he was created by Dr. Mindbender using the DNA of all of these tyrants but the idea was implanted in his head by Cobra La Somehow. Somehow.
2: Via a little bug or something that crawled into his head yeah. or something. And he's told by Destro that he's not smart enough to come up with the idea of himself. Yeah. Even though Dr. Mindbender is like a genius scientist who can make a man out of just strands of DNA.
0: Yeah. I like the fact that Destro just goes, Well, obviously, you're not clever enough to come up
1: with that. <laughs> well, that I was like... um. uh at the start, where Cobra Commander is talking to Serpentor, and he's like, my comrades will tell you how good I am. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great scene. Destro, stand up. <laughs> stand up and tell him how good I am. <laughs> he's just and he's, butter- and he's buttering all of them up, all individually,
2: and they're all just like, this guy's an idiot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, I, what I loved about it, because I rewatched it this morning, it was like when they cut away... And when they come back, they're still going. Like there's another person talking. Is like, yeah, he's terrible. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I
0: lo- no, he, he is quite incompetent. So it's it's not surprising that, that that they've lost faith in him.
1: I mean, I I believe it. I believe it.
0: <laughs> so the writing credit on this movie is is Ron Friedman, who also has the writing credit on Transformers, the movie. But Buzz Dixon, as I mentioned, really did write the script, but ron friedman has a brilliant agent (laughs) and got um solo writing um credit on both transformers and this gi joe the movie much like with transformers flint dill completely rewrote pretty much um all of uh ron's stuff because apparently it was unworkable but he still you know he still gets the he gets the credit and the money and the and all the uh royalties
2: and it was the same thing with G.I. Joe. They, they, mm-hmm. they got the script from Ron Freeman. They didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Buzz came along and the only thing they kept was uh, Nemesis Enforcer. Yeah. And that, would, and that, that wouldn't have been the thing I would have kept. <laughs> yeah, and the same is true with Transformers because the only thing they kept
0: was the death of Optimus Prime. Wow. Which was the thing that everyone was upset about.
2: And they took that idea from GI Joe anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. They took that idea from GI Joe and robbed GI Joe of that moment, <laughs> which would have made more sense in GI Joe. But I mean, I, I think James, you told me to. Well, I think you mentioned the there's a an audio commentary on YouTube where with uh, with Buzz Dixon. Yeah, it's so, um,
2: a YouTuber. I think his code name is Michael Mercy. Mm-hmm. He did like I generally don't watch his YouTube videos that much, but uh, mm. it's a really good commentary with Buzz and They really get into it. It's really worth listening to. Mm. But you know, Buzz talks about like like a lot of his personal thoughts as well. He didn't he didn't didn't like the design of Jinx. He didn't think she looked Asian enough. Um, <laughs> he's, apparently, apparently he's he's married to a Korean uh, woman, so he didn't like that. Um, but like lots of stuff he goes into is like I mean I I could listen to Buzz Buzz talk about G.O.J. the movie all, like all day because I've read I've listened to a lot of interviews with him and he has loads of interesting things to say about the movie and his production. But yeah, if you can if you can find that video, it's worth worth checking out because it's 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 probably better than watching the movie to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'll stick a link in the description of the podcast because yeah, it is it is it is a good one. He he does talk about how he came up with the idea of killing off duke because he's like well these these are people having a war it's ridiculous not to have casualties mm. you know and we and he compares it to transformers because obviously they st- stole the idea for optimus prime and they're like well you know these are sci-fi robots and they they don't have to die but humans fighting each other you'd expect at least someone to get hurt you know because there's lots of laser fire and people don't get injured a lot of the time. Yeah, I
1: think that's the thing. It's like it's like with Optimus Prime. It's just that the death was kind of brutal. Like a snake hmm. through the chest, like surely like <laughs> one of the many exploding tanks or vehicles could have a shrapnel could have gotten his leg and he could have been, you know, he he couldn't walk or something. That's a far better injury than snake through the chest as a way of dying. Yeah. You know? Just a bit brutal. I mean, spoilers, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Optimus Prime is also dead.
0: Uh My <laughs> artist! Dave, how about you walk us through the movie since you watched it for the first time ever recently? Okay. What, what's the plot?
1: That's a hard question. <laughs> what's, what's, <laughs> what's, what's the
2: plot of the first five minutes? Oh yeah, the, the I mean, the,
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the first five minutes because it's fantastic. That is brilliant. Like I, I think I actually have seen that before on its own, mm-hmm. um, but at the time I don't. I knew even less um, about GI Joe, so I was just like, oh, this is pretty cool animation. But now I, I've got some context and I get like, um, a bit more of who's who because it would be very hard to tell who's the good guys and who's the bad guys. Because I thought like from the toy line, there's a lot more troopers like a lot more just guys in a uniform it mm-hmm. was all over the place in that opening scene if you didn't know who was who was who in your first watch it would be a tough to decide who's the good guys who's the bad guys here like <laughs> but after all of that the you know, amazing opening in finding some of the statue of liberty you get an introduction to Cobra Commander's base. Um, oh. Well, let's just
0: let's just talk about the intro for a second because I think you're glossing over a, possibly one of the best bits of the movie. That that whole whole sequence is
1: fantastic. It's it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah. it's where the budget went.
2: <laughs> I, I I've got to say, um, going back to when I first watched it, I watched the Action Force version of it, and they mm. cut so much. They like did, that. and they replaced that replaced that quite like. It's one of the only bits of original music in the entire movie. They replaced mm. that with like like the awful Action Force theme instead. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, big thing that people take away from the movie is that opening opening sequence. Uh, they ruined it <laughs> for for the UK yeah. market.
1: Mm-hmm. Why, why, why was that a thing? Like I um, I've never understood this whole UK version, American version of. Yeah, okay.
2: Because GI Joe is a very American concept,
1: right?
2: Um, and it's, and the whole the whole line is GI Joe a real American hero, um, which they just didn't think would sell in the UK. They're probably right. Um, so they, and Action they, Force
0: is already established as well. Yeah. Okay. Palatoy were licensing the the toys from Hasbro, so they were releasing GI Joe toys. Painted up in Action Force colours with their own Action Force figures.
1: Oh, so, so, like Takara with Transformers?
0: Sort of, yeah. Um, the Action Force line, because Action Force, Action Man was our version of G.I. Joe, because the original G.I. Joe, you mm-hmm. know, 12 inch die. So then they moved on to Action Force. So we had Action Force already, so it made sense that when Hasbro eventually bought up uh, Palitoy or whatever, they, they continued with that branding at least for a while. Wow! Yeah, Until sure it
2: was unpopular, and then they changed it
0: back to GI Joe. Yeah. <laughs> it became GI Joe the Action Force, and then eventually they dropped the Action Force. Uh, but that was for that was for years after this, like 88,
1: 89 or something. They dropped the Action Force. Bit. Okay. Wow. So, I, I need to see this other version though, because I'm, I'm very good. yeah. It's, it's, it's on YouTube. <laughs> I mean...
2: I
0: don't know if you do. <laughs> I, I I watched it and it's yeah it's not nearly as good. It is yeah it's heavily edited and not, hasn't got the great the great song, which is uh, brilliant for setting up the whole story. Oh, ah! You know yeah you know exactly what's it's, going on.
2: It's, it's it's cheesy in just the right way.
0: Yeah it's it's catchy and um and uh, it it really does kind of just tell you exactly what's going on with uh, kind of like um explaining who Cobra are and how they're evil, and Mm then explaining who G.I. Joe are. I mean, it's it's very on the nose, because there's a whole kind of monologue telling us what G.I. Joe are and what they're about. Mm -hmm. G.I. Joe is the code name for America's daring, highly trained special mission force. Its purpose, to defend human freedom against Cobra, a ruthless terrorist organisation determined to rule the world. And and obviously the whole kind of you go straight into the proper theme tune about halfway through, don't you? Like the Mm -hmm. real American hero stuff. No, it's great, and it's really well animated as well. Yeah, and like like
2: all all the characters get like little little scenes for themselves, and Mm -hmm. especially some of the characters who are done like not in the movie, like shipwreck gets a little scene for himself. (laughs) Snake Eyes gets to do lots of stuff. Oh yeah, and he's not in the rest of the movie. And you get to see all the like, different various variations of Cobra Trooper fighting, this is mm-hmm. fighting, it's
0: really good. It's incredibly good product placement. Yeah. Like, I noted down <laughs> I know it down. what products we saw. And just in that opening section, we see the Cobra Troopers, the Trouble Bubbles, the Claws, the Firebats, the Crimson Guard, Major mm-hmm. Blood, Duke, Flint, ba- ba- the BATs, Rock and Roll and Scarlet and some others, Skyhawks, Barbecue, Spirit, Lifeline, Recondo. Uh, Destro, Cobra Commander, Baroness, Vipers, Snake Eyes, Airtight, Alpine, Moray, Torch, Scarlet Again, Bazooka, Quick Kit, Shipwreck, and others, uh, the Conquest X-30s, Hawk, Lady Jane, Roadblock Again, Beachhead, Iceberg, the Crimson Twins, and every other Joe you've seen so far on top of the Statue of Liberty Mm -hmm. waving the American flag. That's just in the first three minutes. (laughs) That's like... 25 products you can go out and buy mm-hmm. one thing that's what that i noticed about this particularly is that because because gi joe every character is a toy it's it's fantastic for that kind of um like just just hooking kids on on i need to go out and get these
2: well it's also that but like um like when i was a kid like I understood that. Like, It's not mm. like something we didn't understand as kids. People say, oh, it's exploiting kids or anything. No, we understood that. We probably already had the toys, and then we watched the movie. We're like, yeah, that's my toy. So
1: even... There's one... Oh, go on. I was going to say, did they, they make toys of all the girl characters as well?
2: Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Scarlet and Lady J and and Baroness and... Uh, Jinx. Uh, Cover Girl.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Jinx as well, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. They were all yeah, all the female characters. In fact, the weird one in this movie is actually um they never made a figure of Pythona. Oh right. And they never they never made a figure of Big Lob. No. Who? Which no. was weird considering he was one of the new guys.
2: Yeah, Big Lob Big Lob makes no sense to me. Like, for starters, <laughs> he makes no sense. Why why did Joe have a basketball player? Which one I like I, what I, I th- got They've got a wrestler, and they yeah, have but a... wrestler makes sense. <laughs> it's a particular theme of wrestler who happens to be a GI yeah. G. Joe themed wrestler, basically. Yeah. Like Big Lob, is a basketball player, and, mm. and, and for eight up, up until I was researching for this for this podcast, I just thought like he was one of the real people they made into a GI Joe because they did they they turned a, a American football player, the mm. fridge into a GI Joe, didn't they? And I thought it was, just, it was the same thing, but it was a basketball player. But no, he's. He has no he has no toy. He's just a basketball player in the the Rawhide's for some reason.
1: Is this the guy who talks to himself in the third person? Yes. Or...
0: He talks to himself in kind of a sports commentary.
1: Is is this is this not um Arsenio Hall? Hmm? No. Is the guy... cuz he reminded me so much of his the way he looked like Winston from the Ghostbusters.
0: Oh, he, he what played by Arsenio. Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Um. I don't know. I, I, think, don't we, know. I think. I
2: think. I think we'd probably know if Arsenio Hall was in this in this movie.
0: Nope. Big Lob was not played by Arsenio Hall. He was in fact played by the lesser known actor Brad Sanders. As for Big Lob's reason for being recruited as a Joe, at the time there was no real reason. But when they finally got round to making a figure of him, a whopping twenty-three years later, his file card mentioned something about GI Joe selecting him for the rawhide program due to his excellent grenade-throwing skills. Tenuous, to say the least. I have actually noted down the cast, which we can kind of go through. So, uh, Don Johnson, a.k.a. Nash Bridges, or Miami Vice guy, plays Falcon.
2: Worst character ever.
0: I agree. Absolutely. We'll get onto that for sure. Burgess Meredith, who you'll know as the Penguin from the um, Batman TV show, and uh, he was in Rocky
2: and he was in a movie in the 1940s called The Birth of GI Joe.
0: Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
2: He was um he was a I think he was a captain in uh, mm-hmm. World War II. So, I mean, he would have, he would have done like actor stuff, you know, like propaganda yeah. and stuff like that. But well, uh, he's done
0: loads and loads of he's he's quite an established actor. Yes, yeah. But he plays Globulus.
2: Yes, very well Andrew. as well. He's mm. he's really good. He's really good in this film.
0: Yeah, he is good. Um Sergeant Slaughter as himself. <laughs> Uh or Sergeant Slammer if you're watching the uh Action Force. Also,
2: also really also really good, like every line he says is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> that
0: teeny tiny
2: itty bitty ditty bags.
0: <laughs> he really goes for it. He's really great. He's wonderful. Otherwise, um you've got people like Frank Welker plays um a dog.
2: Yep, yeah, he plays <laughs> uh Order. Yep. <laughs>
0: I like that Law and Order are played by two different people, (laughs) and Frank Welker plays the dog.
2: (laughs) Well, that's what he does.
0: Yeah, but he also plays Wild Bill and a few others, I think. Um, And who else do we have? Corey Burton, he plays a few characters as well, who's um, Shockwave from Transformers.
2: Pierre Cullen as, as Nemesis Enforcer. Mhm. yeah a bit of an easy day for him because he just has to grunt all the time
0: <laughs> yeah i think he plays xandar as well and if you want there's a couple i think these maybe and then um you've got um obviously cobra commander played by chris latter starscream <laughs> and he's obviously starscream <laughs> yeah no. yeah
2: well i mean i mean i mean he was cobra commander first
0: yeah, sure. Yeah, true. So maybe it's the other uh, way around. Uh, I mean, not for me. It, t- it took, me, it took <laughs> me a while to get used to that. <laughs> and I... I is, it the, is it the guy who plays Blaster playing um, Doc?
2: I don't know, That, that would. but I, I think he could be right. It sounds like Blaster's voice. Yeah.
0: Orion Gear is correct. Doc is played by Buster Jones, who also played Blaster in The Transformers, Black Vulcan in The Super Friends and Winston Zeddemore from series four of the real Ghostbusters, and continued to play him in Extreme Ghostbusters, replacing the aforementioned Arsenio Hall. You'd expect Ghostbusters mega-fan Virtual Dave to know that, wouldn't you?
2: Um, I forget her name. It really annoys me I forget her name, because I really like her voice. Mm. But the woman who plays Pythona mm. is quite an established actress as well. She plays um, Irma from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And uh, Viralina from uh, Visionaries as well.
0: I did think her voice sounded familiar, like I'd heard it in other cartoons. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense.
2: But I can't remember her name, which really annoys me, which I'd really like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I, if, I'll look it up later and uh, probably pop it in there somewhere. I guess I'll just pop it in right here. Pythona is played by Jennifer Darling, who did indeed play Irma from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Viralina from Visionaries and many, many more animated characters across anime, cartoons, video games and film, as well as several live-action roles. <laughs> so yeah, we have the big intro, which sets up the whole concept, and then we head into um, the swamp, and uh, <laughs> we see a load of Cobra vehicles heading towards the Terradome, I think. The Terradome is the, the Cobra's base, Dave. Yeah.
1: I was thinking of um, Tetradome. Uh, is that what it's
2: called?
0: What, the the turtles thing?
2: yeah the big ball thing the big, on the big ball thing it's the, that's the that's the techno
1: drone techno drone techno drone yeah.
0: but yes yeah, so that that was a toy though the Terradome was a toy oh, wow. it was there there it was a playset. so then yeah and then we have the whole scene that you were talking about where um everyone has a vote of confidence <laughs> against cobra commander
2: and um, they're, they're giving you like the like the the overview shot of all the all the cobra cobra lieutenants like uh Crimson Twins and Destro and all that kind of stuff. and I think that's the only time in the entire movie you get to see Storm Shadow.
3: Mm. Yeah, Ooh. he's
2: just
0: lurking around in the background, isn't he? And then he. Don't, don't and that's see him that's much that's, that's
2: the that's the last you see of him. Like mm. probably one of the other famous characters from the JoJo franchise. In it, just, like five seconds, doesn't say anything. That's it. totally um, sidelined. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um So then there's an intruder. Is it uh, comes into the base and uh, Cobra Commander immediately tries to lead everyone away from Serpentor, <laughs> so, so that he gets murdered.
2: I I, I do like that by like Pyphoner's introduction and her infiltration of the base as well. Like quite a lot of the animation there is really good. Mm-hmm. Like I like when the this is getting to like specific scenes here, but I like the way the. Cobra Sentry is like looking out and she gets surprised by her. I thought that was really good. Mm. And when she, all the, all the weapons she has as well, like the, she throws her like a starfish <laughs> uh, a crimson guard, and it's go over and his mask falls off and he's all in pain and everything like that. Like yeah. I thought, I thought all of that stuff is like really neat.
0: It's very um, Starro from um, mm. DC Comics. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's good. Um, yeah, there are some set pieces throughout the movie that I found better animated than others, and that's one of them.
2: Yeah. It, it felt to me like maybe they had done some of the animation before Transformers movie flopped. Yeah. And then when it flopped, they were like, okay, we can't do all this animation. Yeah. We're going to have to do it like cheap sumbo style, not expensive style. Yeah, it's like all the stuff with beachhead, that looks really cheap.
0: Yeah, and I think that we won't bother getting a proper soundtrack done. We'll just borrow bits from other movies or from the TV show.
1: It was just all the soundtracks from Transformers that I just was like, "This was like the weirdest episode of Transformers." Some of it is, anyway. Yes, (laughs) some of it's from Transformers the movie. I
2: mean, if you go and watch those original cartoons, the the Transformers and and JoJo they share a lot of soundtrack anyway, written by the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I, with Pythona, I really like her design. I think she's one of the most, one of the best-looking characters in mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, so the fact that she does not have a figure, it's crazy. I really hope. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I really hope they bring her out in classified because it is really good character design. It's very different from everything else in GI Joe, but, but I like sci-fi stuff, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know, Classified's doing a few deep cuts here and there, aren't mm. they? Like, there's, there's a few ones coming up that are a bit kind of, what? <laughs> Who? Yeah. Okay. So it could happen, I guess. Yeah, so, so eventually Pafona reaches Serpentor and uh, he recognises her from a dream slash memory. Mm. Which is obviously foreshadowing the fact that we'll find out that he was created by Cobra Law. Um, and then this stuff is all implanted in his head somehow, <laughs> and and she's after uh, the broadcast energy transmitter, obviously. Yeah you know, that that famous that famous McGuffin that we've
1: never heard of. I loved the clam clamshell hologram projector. It was uh... mm-hmm. <laughs> all all of their technology.
2: <laughs> all the cobbler stuff. All the g- gadgets are great. <laughs> yeah, like I Buzz clearly had a field day coming up with all this stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's really. It's really good that they, that whole kind of idea of them being a techno organic kind of well organic technology I guess is more a better description yeah they're, they're very everything they've done is based on on organic stuff and uh, the humans are like a, a pest to them with their rubbish lifeless technology
1: <laughs> which I find a really I found really odd watching that bit is because um it showed how good Pythoner is, like how she got. That close to Serpentor on her own with no mm-hmm. no one to help her. I was like, well, why does she need them? Like, just she could she could easily have gotten past the Joes and got this this thing. Well,
0: <laughs> this is a theme
1: in the movie. I noticed <laughs> that women are incredibly
0: good at infiltrating places in disguises or whatever. Yes, this uh, comes
1: up again. Yes.
2: This this is this is this <laughs> is something that happens in the in the cartoon a lot as well. <laughs>
0: yeah. We get hit, we get her, we get um, uh, Zarana and we also—I think Baroness also does it at one point. Yeah. Yes. And the yeah.
2: Master of Disguise doesn't do it at all. No. Dalton <laughs> <Zartan> never. Zartan <laughs> does nothing. He just takes the money and just gets his yeah. goons to do all
1: the rest of the work. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the—that's th- the thing. When that happened, I thought it was Zartan. I thought that the lady that Falcon was with was him. Like I thought, yeah, he's a master of disguise. Maybe he can just make himself look like a lady to that to, that great degree. But I thought, like, oh
0: no, he didn't want to get his hands dirty. <laughs> his sister, uh, okay Or be <laughs> sleezed up to by Falcon.
2: I mean no one wants to be sleezed up by Falcon. <laughs> no. Zarana deserves all of that shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, so so the, the B A T is B E T sorry is this this McGuffin that G.I. Joe have that apparently cost them millions of taxpayers' dollars and can just transport energy anywhere on the planet whenever.
2: And they're testing it in the Himalayas for some reason. Yes,
0: that was my big question, like, why?
2: <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, yeah, let's just take it to a really inhospitable area.
2: <laughs> so Cobra sends Pythona off to the Cobra base in America to tell them to go to the Himalayas to take something, even though mm-hmm. Cobra La is based in the Himalayas, and they yeah. have an army... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, they didn't know where it was, but it turned out it was it was just over the
0: hill. <laughs> so yeah. So then uh, they, they the co- Cobra all go and try and get the uh, BET. And have a big fight with GI Joe in in the snow, which I suppose is why it's set there nice nice place to do it, out of the way of not not in the city or anything.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're conscious of nine eleven and all of that. They're not like they're mm-hmm. Snyder. <laughs>
0: So yeah, and um, they decide to—they they basically want to nick it, but um, don't quite go according to plan. Serpentor gets fried.
2: Yep. So Cobra Commander immediately retreats. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cobra Commander. I love him. He's it. You just, you, like, oh
0: no, I don't. I never even wanted you to create him in the first place.
1: I like that everyone yeah. was trying to help. Sir Pentor, and you kept saying no, 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 you know, follow my <laughs> commands. Leave him on his own. <laughs> we,
0: we get a few of the uh, we get a few of the stereotypes, like Roblox, Roblox being a kind of jive talking stereotype, oh, and he has,
1: uh, he has to rhyme.
0: <laughs> Buzzer is a Cockney stereotype, and
2: oh, the all the, all the dreadlocks have awful Cockney accents.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're terrible, aren't they? Yeah. We, so what? They're all like Cockneys who live in a swamp.
2: Yeah, and like why? I, I mean, I don't really know the backstory of the Dreadnoughts and I, I know mm. they changed them in like, later like, versions of G.I. Joe but I think, I think they're all meant to be from Europe, originally mm. um, and I, I think one of them is meant to be a professor who was studying biker gangs and then just joined a biker <laughs> gang
1: right, uh, but in
2: the, in the cartoon they all just seem to be cockneys who live in the swamps in America apart from Zarsan, obviously it, it makes no sense no, no. <laughs> no sense at all.
0: <laughs> so, so then um, Cobra Commander ditches Serpentor and heads for uh, a sanctuary he knows nearby, mm-hmm. <laughs> which happens to be Cobra La, mm-hmm. which is uh, this kind of crazy plant-based um, society that no one knew was there. Yeah, that was. Which the GI Joes all all run into, idiotically chanting Yo Jo and shooting indiscriminately, <laughs> and immediately get captured. <laughs>
2: Yes, because it turns out it turns out all the Cobra Law people are really, really tough. Yeah. Which basic question why the why the hell would they bother with Cobra if they were like this this tough and <laughs> yes. good at what they did? Yeah, I mean they they seem to have the um
0: they seem to have the resources to do this all on their own. Yeah. I mean they've got whole fleets of like um of like fighter jets and stuff later on and massive worms and shit. Like they, they could do this
1: by themselves. Maybe it's like an in universe like branding thing, maybe Cobra law They didn't think it would work in merchandising. Cobra sounds better, you know. Just
0: well, Cobra Commander is one of theirs, and they sent him out in the world to get the ball rolling, didn't they? I think, <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I have I have thoughts that, but I guess we we'll get to that in a bit. But um, but yeah, like the the, the actual actual Cobra Lad designs, like, like the actual look of Cobra is really good. I think. Mm. Um, like I know people like. Don't really like Cobra Lock because it doesn't really make sense in GI Joe, but in the context of this movie, it's like <laughs> I, I really like all that sci-fi weirdness stuff.
0: Yeah, I think I agree. I d- I, yeah, like I say, I, I have a problem with it because it just doesn't fit with the with the original kind of um, concept
1: of GI Joe. But it's cool on its own. It feels like it fits mm. more with it fits more with like Transformers, like season three Transformers, where they would go off on old planets. And there would just be stuff mm-hmm. like this. There would be like a bee planet or you've got the the beast planet and all that other type of stuff where well, there's just stuff like this already.
2: To me, mm-hmm. it feels like kind of like refreshing that at the time they could get away with coming up with crazy things and people would just accept it. And the co- Hasbro were like, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> and like the writers had some sort of like creative control to do something like this because yeah. um, you wouldn't be able to do that now it would be a lot more controlled but mm-hmm. like yeah like you've got the opportunity why not just make a crazy crazy <laughs> underground sci-fi organic empire
0: yeah and this is one point where uh, Buzz Dixon he came up with the name Cobra La as a kind of placeholder and they just took <laughs> it anyway because he was basing it on Shangri-La mm. he was like no that's not like the actual name I want to oh what, we're going with that are we okay fine <laughs> it's
1: a little bit on the nose
0: think, but yeah so th-
1: go on yeah. no it's just it's the it's been when that happens and then they go back out again like we were talking about when they go to get the bet and then serpentor so has got this new information about cobra Law, so the battle cry changes
0: <laughs> well it, it it changes when uh serpentor kind of uh starts well it's only really serpentor who says it, yeah. isn't it? a couple of times <laughs>
1: I love
2: it. <laughs> this was this was um, this was a thing they mentioned in that uh, commentary mm. i was talking about. They wrote he wrote down. He said, I think it was meant to sound like a, like a more like a Native American in the American War Trail, like, la, 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 la. Mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, when the voice actor did it, <laughs> it's like, oh no, that doesn't sound right at all. I have to rewrite <laughs> it. And then they were like, no, no, no it's fine, it's fine, fine. It's like, yeah,
0: we've done it. It's just that that takes fine. We'll do yeah, that. Move
2: on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's exactly. just, it just not, does not sound natural at
1: all. It, it just comes out. Of no, I, I was not expecting it at all, and it was just oh, I don't know.
0: it's great. <laughs> I was rewatching it last night, and um, Morgan came and sat down in the room with me. My other halves came out and sat down in the room with me, and um, it was at the point where where Serpentor, you know, screams Cobra la, 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 <laughs> for the first time. And she's like, "What's that?" And I'm like, um, "Yeah, it's not good, is it?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really is quite jarring.
2: I mean, like, Yojo is a bit of a ridiculous battle cry, anyway. But Cobra, la 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 la. Every time no. I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> It's,
0: it, it gets worse as well. The second time he does it, it kind of, end, it kind of ends on like a high note or something. It's, it's not. No, no. I, I'm glad that it didn't stick. It's certainly not something. I don't think it was ever used after that.
2: Oh God. Uh, well, well, spoilers. Spoilers. But but serpentor hmm. does not last into the Dick, Dick show for very long.
0: Yeah yeah, <laughs> he, yeah.
2: Uh, he gets ter- he he gets turned into an iguana. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's only fair after what happens to yep. Cobra Command. Exactly yeah. yeah.
2: And Cobra Commander gets better again, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm, of course, we haven't even gotten to what happens to Cobra Commander yet. So. No,
0: but we'll get on to it. I'm sure. I'm sure no one listening to this hasn't watched it.
2: <laughs>
0: so yeah, the so we're introduced to the Rawhides, who are the basically the new guys. They're basically the hot rods, RC Springer Cup of this movie. Yeah, um, even though they so, don't really do
2: much.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they get no forgotten about really quickly. <laughs>
0: Well, they do and don't like they, they yeah they kind of disappear for a bit and then they come back and like they they have things to do but they don't seem to be very impactful.
2: Apart from Jinx, Jinx, Jinx does do some stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. But like, and Tunnel Rat does a few things. He he, carves his way into beasts and things like that. Yeah, but I don't remember Big Lob doing anything other than no. Like I quite like the scene he's in. I think that's quite cute. Like when he's when the beachhead scene with him in, where he's yeah doing the he's, training scene. He, yeah, and he's running through things it's like, "Oh, that's that's kind of cute." I'm not mm. buying his toy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you never had one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, Chuckles is just completely sidelined, despite being like, like quite a popular character, I think. Mm. And uh, he's a bit
1: rubbish. Though. Which one's Chuckles? Uh,
2: in in this in in the movie, he's, he's rubbish.
1: Yeah, he's the guy in the Hawaiian shirt. Oh, the guy who was just like sod shooting from the rocket launcher. I'm going to pick up the missile. I'll run out with a <laughs> rocket.
2: Yeah, they he had, a, he, had a, he had like a solo comic uh, in IDW that's very popular. Yeah. Which, uh, spoilers for that comic, Jinx dies in that one. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, well, but, I mean, at, at this point, though, I don't... He was a new character and he doesn't seem to... He doesn't even have a voice. He doesn't say anything,
3: mm.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, to go through it, you've got Jinx, Tonorat, Chuckles, Law and Order... Which is a guy and his dog. Um, the only, the only, the only one Beach has,
2: Beachhead has any respect for is Law and Order,
1: because he's a, a, Marsh, a, a an MP, MP, isn't he? MP. Yeah. yeah, But why? Why? I, I thought there was going to be a payoff with the dog. I thought there was going to be a bit more of that towards the end, but it didn't. Mm. Didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, instead, but...
0: instead, the dog's just an idiot who brings <laughs> brings back dynamite and hands it over to you. He goes, here you go, I have got it for you. <laughs> And then Big Lob, as we mentioned, who, as we say, didn't have an action figure. He, apparently, he did much later on. Yeah. In much in a much later version of GI Joe, but he never had an action figure in a real American hero, mm. which was weird. Mm. But they're the new characters, um, and Falcon is <sighs> is the hero, even though he's a massive knobhead. He is the biggest prick in
2: all <laughs> in all of cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> like his intro his introduction like I, I, I've I've spent time working in security. He's his introduction just makes no sense to me. He first of all he should have access to so- such close access to s to uh, Serpentor anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh but he brings in a girl somehow.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So like, somehow we go I guess in a secret base with uh, some floozy. Um and then he's showing off like and this guy's a new new recruit, so he shouldn't have been able to get there. And this is like really like breaking protocol. Like, hmm. like he should have been fired on the spot, basically.
0: Well, at one point he he actually says the words "I'm pulling rank," and I was like, "Well, what rank?" Yeah, I was confused. You, by what that? got any rank?
2: I, I think I think maybe because he's a lieutenant in the Green Berets somehow, right. and Duke is I don't know what he is outside of GI Joe, but yeah. Oh. So yeah, talking about Falcon. I mean, I,
0: I, he's very much uh, an '80s character that would not survive in the Me Too era.
2: I don't think he would have survived. I don't think he would have survived in the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: he's very handsy and um, very
1: inappropriate. I can't believe it.
2: He's not a hero. He is hmm. a sexist, misogynist, uh, careless. Just,
1: no, everything about him is awful. I don't understand how that how that got through because when it happened, I had to actually stop and rewind it cuz I thought I I just didn't take it in properly, like that wasn't what happened on screen, but it really was.
0: I suppose they've gone really hard on the is it's a redemption story, so he has to start off as an arsehole, But they made him way too much of an arsehole for it to be for it to
1: be redeemable in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's it's it, but, you think they would have learned some lessons from, like, Hot Rod and Prime, like, and he's... This was happening at the same time. Well, they were both being written at the same time?
2: Yeah. G.R. Joe was, uh, was actually in production first.
1: Oh, was mm. it? Oh, yeah, yeah, so
2: so they probably made all these decisions, because, because, because yeah, they took the idea of killing Optimus Prime from G.R. Joe, so they probably had a lot of this written down already... Um, no. And I think I think Falcon does need a redemption arc. That's the story. He needs a redemption arc. But we really did not need him <laughs> feeling up Jinx, um, <laughs> who's you know the backstory between the two of them isn't really well established. No,
1: no.
0: they had some kind of fling or something, and and that's it.
1: I do. I did find it um, that trope. I don't know what is what they call it uh, when someone's telling them a plot point. And the plot point is actually happening as they cut away when he's telling them about the security stuff. Mm. It's like, oh, it can't happen. I mean, you need one of these wristbands. If you haven't got of these wristbands, you can't get through this door. Mm-hmm. But if you do get through this door, I mean, then this thing would happen. But I mean, that's impossible. But if you do get through that door, <laughs> then there's this other thing. Like...
0: Yeah, he's busy <laughs> neglecting his post explaining exactly how they were breaking if they were going to do so. <laughs> yes.
2: And it's like ridiculous, but also I really like that scene. And also I <laughs> also just like how it how it like when, when when the Dreadnoughts and the uh and Nemesis of Forza and Pythona break it in, I like just like how it shows how competent mm. both groups are. Like the Dreadnoughts mm. are not treated as idiots, they are actually capable of doing what they do.
0: Yeah.
2: And it sort of gives a chance to sort of demonstrate Nemesis Forcer and Pythona. But yeah, why does why does the Penta only have three guards?
0: Yes. <laughs> And why is one of them carrying a bazooka?
2: <laughs> well,
0: because
2: he's called bazooka. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely what you need when you're you're looking after a base. is a man man with a bazooka. <laughs> I, I've only watched like one episode of the the cartoon where is he's, where he's in focus. I get the impression he's meant to be a little bit brain damaged. Really, he's not. He's not. He's not altogether there. No,
0: well, I mean, he charges at a guy with a bazooka at one point yeah. um, in an enclosed space, and I'm
1: like, "What is he going to do?" Him with it.
0: Yeah, well, he <laughs> can't exactly fire at him. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Imagine if he did; <laughs> it would be carnage. Uh, but yeah, basically, it gets broken out and goes back to Cobra La, where it was. It, we get the explanation as to why house, how how serpent was created and Globulus implanting the idea with a, oh, it's called a psychic motivator. Oh, yes. It's like a little bug thing that apparently implanted the idea in Dr. Mindbender's head to, to do what he did, which is fine. <laughs>
1: Why not? But then you get the, um, the thing with Cobra Commander and how he was incompetent, I guess, in leading Cobra.
2: <laughs> but also, also, all this time he wasn't a human.
1: Yeah, no,
2: <laughs> which is
1: uh odd, <laughs> yeah.
2: And that that made no sense to me as, as, a, as a kid when I watched uh, it, still makes no sense to me as an adult. Like, I thought the idea when I watched it as a kid was that he was a human scientist and he got exposed to the spores from Cobra Law and then he got taken by Cobra La and then went mm. out as a human in disguise, um, to start Cobra. That makes more sense, but no, he's a citizen of Cobra La. Yeah. yeah. Um, which okay,
0: it gave me strong um, Jason the World Warrior vibes.
2: Yes, you're right.
0: Yeah, his creation, yeah. and 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 also kind of Cobra La in general. Like that, mm. Dave. Have you watched Jason the World Warriors at all? I have not.
2: What? Oh, <laughs>
0: well, I mean, it's got one of the best theme tunes to any any uh, animated show from the '80s. Full stop.
2: I mean, a lot of them have really good theme songs. Not a lot of them are good, but they all got good theme songs. <laughs>
0: I, I definitely put this in my top three, if not oh, okay. or... yeah.
2: top five.
0: Oh no, maybe no,
2: top three. I... Galaxy Rangers, Mask.
0: Mask is great, yeah. Well,
2: could it could be, it could, be it could be in top three? You're right.
0: Yeah. So in um, in Jason of World Warriors, for a quick a quick aside, <laughs> there's a, a a scientist guy who um, is working with plants, like creating kind of intelligent plants, and it goes wrong. And he creates the monster mind, which is like this, this kind of uh, evil plant that then wants to take over the universe. Mm-hmm. And, it
2: can, and it can turn into a car. Of course. Obviously. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and he, his son has to basically uh, track down... It's like an amulet. They need to get the two halves together, whatever, and find his father or whatever. But basically, the baddies are plant monsters. And,
2: and the good guys are the cast of Star Wars. Yes, essentially.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a kind of yeah there's there's a kind of um Han Solo character in a, um... and a Ben Kenobi and a
2: Princess yeah.
0: Leia and well, exactly a yeah Princess is... Leia who is a plant self. Yes, she is. Yeah, and a tiny robot knight. That's a little maybe c 3 or, or R2D2 yeah. or both both put together maybe. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that that whole scene of Cobra Command's creation gave me. That kind of vibe from, yeah. uh, I think it's from the opening scenes of um, of Jason and the Warriors where you see yeah. that happen.
2: But it, 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 it mutates his face, and he has like seven eyes, mm. which we, which which we never never got to see before. Well, that's why he wears a mask.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I um <laughs> before 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 we go forward, another another thing I really liked about Cobra when when they rescue Serpentor is the uh, the red carpet they lay out for him. Mm. with the tons and tons of crabs
0: yeah I love that nice touch oh, Just yeah. like
2: again like somewhat Buzz having a field day coming up with every single sci-fi concept <laughs> he can and yeah. throwing it in
0: yeah and, and later you have the time worm oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a stick with a worm that kind of crawls up the
2: stick makes you know makes no real sense but yeah go for it That's cool. it's like
0: an hourglass but it's a worm it's, it's, it's fine yeah so yeah. Uh, meanwhile, back at uh, Joe HQ, we have the uh, um, the court martial of, Flau- of Falcon, mm-hmm. where his his half brother sticks up for him, uh, reveals he's his half brother, um, Duke. So rather than just have him shot, they send him to go and train at the Slaughterhouse, oh. <laughs> <laughs> where they uh, where they go and chuck him out of a helicopter um, in the middle of the desert somewhere, and he meets. Sergeant Slaughter, who's kind of a kind of crazy drill sergeant Nutter, really.
2: And uh, the three, I can't remember what they're called now, but these, these three other students who are like an ex Viper and uh, some mm. Russian guy, and I can't remember who the third one was. A terrible, gyp- terrible gypsy stereotype.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one was called Big Dog.
2: Yeah, or Big Red.
0: And the other one is... Oh, uh, I I think I noted it down. But, yeah, he's a he's like a Russian acrobat or something, isn't yeah. he? And the other one's a football player who was too violent. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Mercer is is an ex-viper. Yeah, he's as cool as one. <laughs> yes. I can't say that it matters, but I feel the need to correct myself and James and tell you that Sergeant Slaughter's renegades are named Mercer, Taurus and big dog. We were nearly there between us, right? And yeah, so he goes to uh, do that training thing with those That gives me a uh, quite a predator vibe. Dutch and his homoerotic meatheads. Yeah, big big
2: tough guys all living together on, on yeah. their own. No girl inside. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, you're one of us now, Falcon. <laughs> get moved <lubed> up.
0: <laughs> totally, show us your muscles. Let's go.
2: Yeah, those are pretty good. Those are fine. <laughs>
3: mm,
1: yeah. No, it's brilliant. I like when they get the the update about Cobra or Cobra La, and they have to go in that secret mission. Yes. Go into uh, Cobra's headquarters. Pterodrome. And he's like, uh, Falco's like, oh, we'll what make a real challenge and not take any guns. And they're like, yeah, that's a good idea. Is it? Yeah. It, yeah.
2: It, is it? Yes, it's a really important mission. Let's go in without any guns.
0: <laughs> we'll go in without any guns, except those that are moulded onto our bodies. <laughs> we definitely need to take them because they're on our toys. <laughs>
3: Excellent.
0: <laughs> but so, yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, they end up going, they break into the, the, the pterodome. Or oh, Dro- Is it Terra or Terra I, I think it's Drome.
2: Not
0: know. I think it's Drome. To find out where Roblox Group have gone, mm. basically because they've lost them. But meanwhile, at Cobra La, Cobra Commander gets turned into a snake. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love it. I love it when. Um, so obviously that whole scene is quite quite scary because they they, mm. they explain all the, all, the, all, the, all the, like their gender and how they want to you know turn all humans into. Zombies with these spores and everything like that, and they give give Cobra Commander the spores, so you can see like how awful it's going to be, which is mm. pretty intense stuff for a kids' cartoon as well. Mm. It's really
3: yeah. good.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. So yeah, their plan is to like launch these uh, these spore pods into the atmosphere. And they'd use the BET to power them up and then they'll drop spores on the planet and yeah, turn all the humans into mindless zombies. Yeah, it's essentially. just like really dark and scary. Mm. Yeah, and there's some
1: good animation of yeah. that as well,
0: like, um, of, that, of, of what, it, what it would look like when it happens.
1: I like the, um, the, the, that scene with Cobra Commander changing because he it didn't, it didn't fully change. Like every time you see him, he slowly mutates a bit more. Mm, and it's yeah. like it's. You can tell that you know he's really, I, I don't know, uh, losing his humanity or whatever. Because he keeps trying to yeah. remind himself that he's a person. I was a man. <laughs> I was a man. It? I was a man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 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 really good body horror stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Like obviously it it's, it's it's PG horror for kids, but like mm-hmm. it's still it's again a writer having a really good time coming up with stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: but I love it when when they, when they when they when they when they're trying to work out what to do with him, and Globus is like, "Ah, oh, throw him into the eternal pit of of of, of ed, emptiness or whatever he says." And then yeah. he says, "Oh no, why, why don't we just put him with the geo, geo prisoners? Sh- show them the fate." Oh, that seems quite dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I think Serpentor suggests it, doesn't it? Yeah. And then... And then Globius is like, well, that seems a bit over the top. <laughs> like, what were you just about to do? Yes. Yeah, uh, you're, you're right, you're right. It, it, it doesn't seem nearly as dramatic as what he was going to do. Um, I mean, Nemesis Enforcer, I guess we should talk about him a little bit. He's basically, he's, he's like Archangel from X-Men. He's, right? he's, um, I, he's
2: he's before Archangel, though.
0: It probably is, yeah, but he has a very similar design, yeah. Yeah,
2: because I, I think... I I don't know you know my X-Men better than I um, but mm. I believe he a friend of mine actually actually just bought the comic of uh, his first appearance but he's, he appears in an X-Factor comic and I believe it's 1989 mm. he, he becomes Archangel um, yeah I mean and, he's Angel beforehand but yeah whereas so Nemesis Enforcer must have been conceived 86 87 because yeah. he was he was the only thing that Ron Friedman did mm. um
0: no, I mean, I, I'm not, I wouldn't say he's a rip-off, but seeing as Archangel is, is much, a much bigger character than everyone mm. knows now, There's
2: similarities...
0: It's, it, yeah. It, 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 yeah.
2: He's, um, compared to Globulus, who we haven't mentioned talk, talked about his design much, but his design is crazy, mm-hmm. um, and Pythona, Nemesis Force's design is just a bit boring. Like, he's not, mm. he's not very biological, it's just he's a guy in a suit and he's certainly really strong. Yeah. He's got wing he's got wings and
0: big kind of spikes on his elbows but yeah he it's not like it's not like globulus with like a crab over one eye or yeah, a kiwi fruit for an eye Yeah. and he has like a he floats around in a huge ball, ball
1: thing yeah
0: yeah and later it's revealed that he has a snake body yeah. inside there um so yeah, yeah you're right he's, he's he's in a way he's, he's much more pedestrian he's just yeah. got massive wings yeah <laughs> But he's just basically the heavy, isn't he? He's just like this force. unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so they they chuck him in with the with the rest of the Joes, which is Roblox and his team, um, which includes uh, Snake Eyes.
2: Is Scarlet there? Scarlet? Uh, no,
0: Scarlet's not there.
2: No. Um, I think Lady Jane might be there though. Oh
0: mm. yeah, yeah.
2: I don't know. I think maybe uh, Quick Kick is in there.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Quick Kick, um,
2: yeah. my second least favorite Joe. <laughs> Really? Oh, he's so annoying. Who's and your it, least favourite Joe? Is it Falcon? Falcon is my least favourite Joe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, it makes me so happy that the the previews of it, people are picking it, finding him in classified at the moment. And it turns mm. out it's like the worst toy in the whole line. And his face sculpt <laughs> is awful. And I'm kind of really happy because I fucking hate Falcon.
0: <laughs> well, this is the thing, right? Make, making Falcon like your main character... It just seems such a weird choice. I mean, I mean, I know Haw- Hawk isn't particularly memorable looking, mm. but but Falcon looks exactly like Flint. Yeah,
2: he's a really boring character design.
0: Yeah, it's so it's like well, why you know at least with things like you know Transformers, a movie. If you could go back and compare that, like Hot Rod was an interesting design, like mm. a cool looking character. Mm. Flint's just a bloke in a beret, and <laughs> sorry not. Falcon is, and so is Flint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both, you know, you, you're,
2: you're mixing them up because they look exactly the same.
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, there's, there's minimal differences between the two guys.
2: I kind of like Flint. He's got a good voice actor. He's he's mm. kind of like just good. I'm a I'm a muscly like army guy, and yeah. I've I've got my girl Lady J, and I really like her. That's mm. that's that's a perfectly decent character. He's thought. Exciting, but I like him.
0: For some reason, I always thought Flint was English, but no.
2: I think he's English in Action Force.
0: Ah, that explains it. then. And Lady
2: Jay's Irish.
0: Yeah, oh. that—that's that, where I got it from. Because when when he first spoke in the movie, I was like, "Why is he American?" Mm. I'm confused.
2: <laughs> no, the only the only English people in in uh, in the the cartoon are the dreadnoughts. For some reason, yeah, the Cockneys, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Cockney swamp people. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so they. They, they throw him in with the rest of the G.I. Joe guys and then they immediately escape and Ro- Robot gets blinded. And uh, so Cobra Commander has to help him escape whilst yes. the rest of them will get captured again.
2: Yeah. yeah, by vines again, like, really cool concepts. Like, even mm-hmm. Snake Eyes can't overwhelm these vines. No. And they, they they get cocooned up. They're, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I guess they're in comas, but, like yeah. like, they're... Cocoon so tiny, like like realistically they wouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah. And that's 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 and that's like kinda of creepy as well. That's more like PG horror stuff, stuff. Yeah,
0: and they're dispatched very quickly and, and basically Cobra Commander tells Roblox, Now they're goners. Uh, mm. you can't do anything for them. Yeah. You're gonna have to get out of here. Uh, and then uh Roblox has to be his eye uh, sorry, Cobra Command has to be Roblox's eyes, and he does so by pointing, I noticed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's like, this way. Like, <laughs> he just told you he's blind. <laughs> he, he can't see that way. Not that left, your left. No, that, that way. <laughs> <laughs> but they escaped on the lefts. So we've, we had the the infiltration of the, of the dome and they find out where they are. Uh, and then they all decide to go off. The, then, oh, this is where I'm, I'm, my memory gets a bit foggy. Um lovely. <laughs> the... Our new, our new heroes, they steal a tomahawk for no reason.
1: <laughs> Not yeah. yet. Brawhides.
2: Uh, Not... Yeah. Jinx and crew, yeah, they they steal a, a helicopter at some point.
0: Yeah, they hotwire it and Chuckles gets up on top of it to start the uh, the rotors.
2: <laughs> but he doesn't get down. <laughs> yeah. No, he just stays at the top of the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the one thing Chuckles does in this movie. And,
0: and he shoots a pistol off the top of the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I think is incredibly dangerous. It's quite quite likely going to shoot through the rotors or something, um, or get his head chopped off by the rotors. Uh, it's very very dangerous, um, but I mean they they crash almost immediately.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, I think I think and I think it ran like again. I, I, I'm with you. The, the whole sequence of events at this point gets very muddy. Yeah, you you, yeah. you
1: missed a bit. He has to get the they get the the B E T thing first, and then that happens because some yes. gets injured, and that. Makes Falcon realise that, oh, I've. I yeah, need to do something.
2: okay, yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah, I can't remember if, if they steal the top off first or they steal the top off yeah. afterwards.
0: But there's basically like a big fight at G.I. Joe HQ, yeah. and Cobra La turn up, and that's the first time Serpentor shouts Cobra La 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 we we really go into all the cobra crazy shit now you've got cobra spaceships that fire well uh, jets that fire um, like vines and and tentacles Noises. yep they do they make a, you know, they're very odd wet noises and then there's massive snake creatures that are called
2: marauders apparently yeah all the all the monsters start showing up
0: yeah, doesn't Duke save Falcon from something? He gets in the way of the snake. Yeah, he gets... Oh, is that, banging, oh that's that, that, that's yeah. that, that's that, that's that bit. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, the, the scene, <laughs> the scene where uh, Serpentor flies in, in a, in a Night Raven and uh, then, and then crashes, I think. Like, mm. everyone crashes almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a fight between Serpentor and Falcon, Falcon and then Duke gets involved and that's when the snake thing happens which essentially is meant to be his death
2: yeah because he gets a stake through the heart yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah he gets he basically jumps in front of um of his of his half brother and saves him from uh being murdered by uh serpentor and then we have the whole kind of death of optimus prime bit but unfortunately hasbro uh changed their mind and he just went into
1: a coma <laughs> I like that. That happens, like like no one says it. It happens off screen that Scarlett says that. You know, it's like yeah. You
2: don't see her
0: face when she's saying no. it because she didn't say it. Yeah.
1: yeah. So Scarlett Scarlett is crying
2: because her boyfriend's died. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, and, and so and um, um, what's his name? Hawk Hawk has tears in his eyes. Yeah. Oh, real
2: emotional, like yo-jo moment, and everything like that. Yeah. And then it's like,
0: oh, he's in a coma. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Why are we so bothered? Yes. And then uh, yeah, we so so the B eight the B E T is activated and uh, the the spore dispersal things start happening. Cobra Commander's turning into a lizard stroke snake. And uh they all try they all head to Cobra La, don't they? Um to
2: All the all the all the teams have united at this point, so Sergeant Slaughter and his team, Rawhides, mm-hmm. Roblock and Cobra Commander. Oh yeah, because ro yeah, Roblox and Cobra
0: Commander uh, a stumbling about, fall down a hill, and just happen to be right next to a snowcat, yeah. and get found. And that's when they warn Hawk yeah. that, that that Cobra lar is really fucking dangerous. <laughs> but it's already too late.
1: Where's yeah. um? Uh, the, where was? His name is Barbecue, right? Barbecue, yeah. Or well, you said there's a is there another guy who's another fire guy for GI Joe Cause I feel like fire would have been the detriment of Cobra La, but no one brought. Barbecue's a, a
0: firefighter. He's a barbecue firefighter. Barbecue doesn't start at, oh, fires. Okay. That's okay. Mis- misconception misconception. <laughs> he has an
2: axe. He puts out fires. He, he does actually show up for the, for the last for the last battle, though. Barbecue. Uh, oh, he's, he's not is, been yeah. in the movie up until this point, but he he's in the background with his with his axe. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he could chop down the vines in uh, Cobra La. <laughs>
0: yeah. So then the main team, as it were, like the the guys were meant to be rooting for the guy the, the guys who are uh, and falcon on his on his redemption arc mm-hmm. who because his brother has now been is now in a coma mm. not dead suddenly bucks his ideas up and uh heads off to uh to sort this all out they end up in cobra la fighting one on one for some
1: reason with people because they went round the back they went down in the water system they went through yeah. the sewer cuz yeah, rats. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> and they do. They do manage to get all the all the Joes out the vines somehow, mm-hmm. and uh, Cobra La activate all their defenses, mm-hmm. which is probably one of my favorite scenes. Is seeing all the bridges come to life. Yeah, mm. <laughs> That's um, there's some great one, stuff. There's one in particular that is just so imaginative because it. You can clearly tell it's like some sort of stick stick insect. And you're expecting it to just, like stand up and just get up and fight, but it stands up. And then does this massive twirl, mm. Mm. Um, and like that's something that someone had to write down for an animator to do. And it's just like that's really clever.
0: Yeah, it's really good.
2: And there's just so many of these things, like so many scenes of these like things coming to life, and like all the Joes having to fight them, and they give like little sequences for all the all the Joes, like not just the main characters, but like characters who haven't shown up in the movie yet. It's um yeah, that whole whole bit is really good.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's great.
2: Again, I get again, I really like the cobra Lard designs. <laughs> yeah, there's
0: a so like, there's like a big kind of spider thing that looks like a rock or something. Yeah, it gets up and starts walking around. Mm-hmm. No, it's really it's really great. And then yeah, so then we then we get like a kind of the big final battle where you have Falcon against Serpentor and Jinx against uh, Python, Pythona. Yeah. And um, uh, Sergeant
2: I... Slaughter versus Nemesis Enforcer, which is exactly. one of the most memorable things I took from the movie as a kid, was that fight, uh, especially him like doing the "This is for Gung Ho" uh, <laughs> ripcord and not ripcord, uh, yeah. Gung Ho. Uh, I can't remember, Alpine and Bazooka. This yeah. is this is for Falcon. This <laughs> is for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. No, it's great. And 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 I I like the fact that, that Falcon um highlights the fatal flaw in Serpentor's chariot, which is that Serpentor wears a cape and he's got a massive fan just below his <laughs> cape. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: he
0: goes, Oh, I just shoved that in there, perfect, brilliant. And then it gets kinda of pulled into into the fan. They stop the B E T before it does its thing just at the, in the nick of time.
1: But oh, do they? And uh
0: well, yeah, they do. <laughs> what do you mean but do they?
1: Well, they they do stop it, but then it's like, oh, ha ha, but it's they've got enough energy already. Uh you're too late. GI Joe man Falcon. Mm. But they overload it or something, don't they? Yeah, he does eventually, but it's like there's a few seconds of of panic of like, oh, we failed. Yeah.
0: That's true. <laughs> and then they like they blow up or something and
1: they they burn up in the atmosphere. Yeah, well, you think they would have done anyway, really, but I mean, mm. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> any of this.
0: <laughs> yeah, because there's a scene with um, Falcon and Jinx kind of looking at the sky, watching the last oh, bits yeah, of the, yeah. the stuff burn up, and then we all get told the Duke's fine. Everyone cheers. Falcon is vindicated for some reason, even yeah. though he's still a sex pest.
2: And somehow with Jinx at the end, <laughs> yeah, for some yeah, reason. Well, why not? And then that's it. And 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 he gets at the stars, uh, thinking about his dead brother who's not dead (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) that's the movie Mm -hmm. that's
3: it
0: that's it i think i'll go to you first dave what did you think of the movie
1: Uh, it was a lot it was a wild (laughs) ride (laughs) um i never i think i forgot to check how much what's the runtime to this in the transformers movie
2: Oh, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, I think they both must be about 90 minutes long.
1: Yeah, well, I actually got the Wikipedia page open
0: for the movie and it's 93 minutes long, so yeah.
1: Okay, because yeah. it just... This film felt like it wasn't as fast as the Transformers film. Like, I feel like they both have a lot in it mm. and there's a lot going on, a lot of characters, a lot of new characters. But in this, it just felt like there was... Because there were so many teams in certain places doing different things and then coming together. Uh, yeah. Like. Like, I had to watch it more than once to really get it. Like, it was a lot. But I enjoyed it. I mean, uh, for someone who doesn't know anything about G.I. Joe and mm-hmm. doesn't know anything really about the lore or the, where these characters get their codenames from or something like it. Well,
2: it's very important, very important you understand where Quick Kick gets his name from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, think, I think it was fun. I mean, I the think the, the biggest glaring glaring thing about it is the. Is the choice of, like you're saying about Falcon being the the hero and the whole redemption story. That's the bit that's like, yeah, maybe they could have reworked that. Gone back to the drawing board with how you want to have your underdog story or redemption art. But apart from that, I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I do think... I think you're right about the pacing. It's not it's not as slickly paced as Transformers it's not, movie.
1: It's
2: not. Yeah, Transformers movie is, is surprisingly well-structured. Mm. Like you have the opening scene, then you split off the cast into two bits, so you get to have a little bit of adventure in the middle, and then you have a pretty clear cut ending. The act structure in GI Joe the movie,
1: what act structure? <laughs> <laughs> it felt more like it, like um, I guess it kind of was. Like it felt more like a TV movie. Like there was obviously this was half an hour, one Saturday, half an hour the next Saturday. Like it felt like. Yeah,
2: so there is there is like like a trope with the... Because G.O. Joe, a lot of them are... A lot of the stories are like five-part stories. And they're okay. basically... There is a MacGuffin, and there's different parts of the MacGuffin, and G.O. Joe and Cobra fight over the different parts of the MacGuffin for five episodes. And Cobra get all the bits, and G.O. Joe has to stop them. And they do this many, many times. Oh, um, yeah. And this movie kind of doesn't have like the five, you know, multiple parts you need to assemble the BET, but... Like, it's still got that kind of messy structure to it. Mm. Yeah, there's lots of, like, separate bits that, that... They keep switching backwards and
0: forwards between places and things happening. And they don't seem joined up all the time.
2: Mm. And they introduce so many characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and none of those characters are... None of those characters stay in the next 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 season. They're all gone. Yeah. <laughs> Replaced by new characters that you have to learn and buy the new toys for.
0: Well, it's it's such a huge toy line mm. that it's not comparable with Transformers because Transformers were more expensive, bigger toys. Mm. So every single person is a toy, and every vehicle is a toy. So th- there's just so much crammed in there, and every year there's a new line of them. There's a, there's another twenty figures. There's another you know twenty vehicles or whatever, it, and it keeps churning on. So they do have to keep throwing those things in. I was, I mean, I hadn't watched it in ages, but now having more knowledge of the of what was in the toy line like it's literally everything everything that's come from 1982 all the way to to 1987 is in that movie mm. or very well, wow. a lot of it anyway sometimes only fleetingly but it's there
2: <laughs> and i think i think i think that's the right choice i think at the end of the day like mm. you don't really want you the goal is not really to make a good movie mm. the goal is to make something that kids will be able to recognize the toys that they own and feel excited about the the the, the, the toys, and I, I know that's I know that's capitalism and all that kind of thing. We complain about that stuff, but as a kid who was growing up at the time, I I found it exciting. It made me happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it was I I think doing that kind of stuff is right. It's better than doing that and making a coherent story because, you know, <laughs> if I wanted a coherent story, I would not be watching Action Force. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very true, very true, and it does its job very well. You see the toys you own, and you see the toys you want to own, mm. and it 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 gives you both. You know that that feeling. Oh, I've got that one and that one. Oh, but I want that one. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Obviously, the the connection to the toy line is very important. But I mean, I I think it's I, I it's it's not the best movie,
1: but it's fun. <laughs> it's a fun movie, It's a fun yeah. movie. Yeah, I mean, it's just weird from 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 my perspective because. Like I said, all I know is the live action stuff. And mm-hmm. in, when I watched. You poor, poor man. Yeah, when I watched that when it when it came out, I mean, God, I don't know when the first one came out, but a long time ago now, I thought it was really wacky, it was really weird. Like, I was like, oh, this is not believable at all. I mean, what was the shooting acid at Eiffel Tower and it's falling apart? I'm like, what? You know. <laughs> and I, now watching this, I'm like, oh, they didn't go far enough. <laughs> That's the problem. You know?
2: Yeah. The GOGO movies should have been. Way more wacky. But yeah. Like, I, 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 I mean, I quite enjoy the second uh, G.I. Joe movie. I mean, it's been a while since I watched it, but I think they, they, they understood that it needed to be wackier. It needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. We don't talk about Snake Eyes origins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've not watched any of them, so I couldn't. I couldn't tell you one way or the other. So
1: but future podcast episode, guys. Uh...
0: Oh, no. no. <laughs> You've still got to get me to watch the Transformers movies, too. Um, so.
2: Oh, no, that's even
1: worse. It is worse. So, yeah,
0: I mean, I I think it's, a, well, it's the best G.I. Joe movie I've watched, but it's the only one I've watched.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: but I really did enjoy it, especially watching it back now. It's, it's a fun time, and it's good seeing all of those characters and kind of spotting them as well. Mm. It's a shame that so much of it kind of, like, mucked about with, and it didn't end up being a a cinema release. Because mm. I wouldn't have mind seeing what it would have been if Transformers the movie hadn't stolen some of its plot points and hadn't ended up being the one that came out in the movies and then was a flop and then was a, as a result this didn't. Could have looked better, could have been animated better.
1: But you would have got the the other version, right? Like you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have got the G.I. Joe version. That's
2: a really good that's a really good question. Like w if 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 it had been fear, fear actually released, what version would we have gotten?
1: I imagine it would
0: have still had some of the overdubbing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, because because we, we, cause the cause the UK release of Transformers the movie is slightly different from the yes. US release, yep. isn't it? Yes. Great, <laughs> great movie. I <laughs> uh, yes,
0: great great suggestion. Thanks for suggesting it, James. Mm, yes,
2: <laughs> I didn't suggest it. You did. I, you did. I, I suggested we should. You should do an episode of Classified about Classified. Uh, and uh, yeah. I think it's Dave who suggested you know, we do the movie. Yeah. I would have. Oh, yeah. I would have suggested doing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: well, we can talk about the toys in a bit. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but um, like by, by my my feelings of the movie is uh, is I I I don't think it's a good movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, like the plot is incoherent and messy, but it's. There's a lot of it I like and again, I think the fact that Buzz had a lot of liberty to come up with all that stuff mm-hmm. like the stuff I really enjoy from the movie is the Cobra Last stuff because of all the designs mm-hmm. and the monsters and all that kind of stuff that's that's the stuff that I think is really cool um, and I think that is very very particular to like a lot of obscure 80s cartoons like Jason Will Warriors which you mentioned earlier uh, and humanoids as well yeah. Um which I don't know if you're aware of that one Dave.
1: Nope.
2: Oh that's that's a, that's a, that's another movie that you need to add to your list
1: the humanoids. Oh there's a movie, movie as well. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh yeah there, there is so like originally like gem and humanoids uh which would uh, more Whispers toy lines rather than introducing them with in a full cartoon they would do them as like a movie that they would break up into 10 minute parts
3: oh. and they
2: put that as like a like a like a a compilation that they're having on Saturday mornings. And the humanoids is is proper PG horror type stuff. It's like gaiju monsters, weird tree people, weird rock people, uh, and a bunch of humans who have to just work all this stuff out. Um the less I explain about it, the better. I just go oh, in without okay. any knowledge of it. It is super bonkers. But I think all the Copelas stuff fits in very well with that kind of that kind of genre. And I don't think we get stuff like that anymore. I think it's a lot more a lot more safe, and I don't think writers have that much liberty. Yeah, um, I,
0: I I agree because I I mean I hated the Cobra Last Off well when I first saw it because I was like, well, this isn't GI Joe, this is weird. <laughs> but now watching it again, I yeah, the inventiveness of it is fantastic, and it's some of the best stuff in the movie.
2: Mm. 'cause uh Falcon
0: is not the best stuff. <laughs> no, no. I do, yeah, the thought process behind making him like the lead character, it's just like I just don't it just it just doesn't work. He's just such an arsehole. <laughs> Honestly I, I I've had I totally forgotten about him until I watched it again and I was like, Oh this is the prick we're meant to be rooting for.
1: <laughs> what?
2: Like even when I was eight, I hated him. I think.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He feels like a character that should be in a Michael Bay film. That's the, the strangest thing. You know. I would <laughs> probably right. like him in that I too. Think Michael Bay took up the wrong franchise. I think uh... he is um, he
2: is, he is Sam Witwicky from Transformers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Maybe he should have done GI Joe. It's a little. He likes his army stuff.
3: My optics. <laughs>
0: So yeah, um, anything else you want to say about the movie?
1: Was there a special movie toy line? Like, these are toys branded for the movie type of thing. Do
2: you want to feel this, James? Um, I believe they did three of Cobal actors as toys, didn't they? They did Globulus, Nemesis Enforced and One of the Troops. Yeah. Um, And I think that was more or less it because the rest of it was just in the toy line anyway. Yeah. Yeah,
0: pretty much. So yeah, they, they they did a a three a three pack with the Cobra La characters, oh, but okay. then the rest. So no, there wasn't really a GI Joe the Movie branded toy line.
1: I thought you like it would just get like repackaged and like here's Sgt. Um, Slaughter with the the steak he ate in that one scene, or you know like is it all?
0: Sergeant Slaughter came with his triple T. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> there you
0: go. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what triple T stands for now. um... It's something to do with his wrestling career. Um, <laughs> uh, Tag Team Terminator. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <about.
3: laughs>
0: um, but yeah, I mean, Slaughter was introduced into the toy line before the movie. so
2: Same time as the Pento was.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, because like the, the toy line, as we mentioned before, ran from like 1982, as you said, um, through to... Um, Oh, but late quite quite very early nineties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, early nineties real American Hero finished, I think, and then we had some other, like similar lines after that, but generation yeah. returns.
2: Yeah, like after that you had like Sigma Sex. Yeah. Um, which I think was barely noticed. Mm-hmm. Um and they did they 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 tried to do other cartoons like um they did uh I can't remember the name of it. I want to say G.I. Joe Retaliation, that's not the right one. But there was a there was a web series that was written by Warren Ellis. Um that is much darker mm. um than most G.I. Joe stuff. Um obviously Warren Ellis is a bit of a questionable figure right now. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but um that that they they compiled that web series into its own movie. Um, and that is actually worth watching. It's quite well animated, uh, pretty decent storytelling. Um, And then they then they made a a new show called G.I. Joe Renegades in 2010, um, which is very much, very much of the same ilk as uh, Thundercats 2011 and stuff like that. It's like an actually good cartoon series that is worth watching. Even now it it holds up. um, I've I've not watched any. Like, like it's not. It's not like groundbreaking or anything. Like, in terms of those reboot shows, it's it's probably somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, like, not quite as good as funcast 2011, not as good as the Turtles reboots. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not as good as Transformers Animated. Um, but, you know, it's still worth watching. And then they made the movies, and I think that's more or less what we've got for Joe. Mm hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Until now. Until, until classified.
2: Mm hmm. Which is which is not a show, but it's a very good toy line. It is, yeah. Probably my the favorite
0: the favorite thing that Hasbro are doing right now for me, anyway.
2: Yeah, I, I think so as well. I mean, I, I'm I'm a pretty big Transformers collector, but mm-hmm. I get more excited about Classified at the moment than I do about the new Transformers stuff because I've already got a huge Transformers collection. I don't yeah. really need that much more. But like, well, I, I really wanted to have a six inch figure line, and I didn't mm-hmm. want to do Star Wars or Marvel or DC. So when Classified came out, I thought, oh, that's, that's good. I don't really know that much about G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. But that seems like a good line to collect. Mm-hmm. And for me, Classified is not about G.I. Joe. It's just these are great toys. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine them as much as I want because they're not really attached to any particular G.I. Joe period. They're they're scattered all over the place. Um, and they can be the, like the toys I want them to be. Yeah. Um, and that toy line has gotten better and better every year. Yeah. Like, I've just got Covergirl Girl coming, uh, who I think is, like, the best female figure they've brought out. She's really good. The Tiger Force stuff that came out last year should have been, like, rubbish, but all of them have been really, really good. I really like the Crimson Bats, uh, as, as we were talking off camera mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier. Um, it's, it's just a really good toy line.
0: Yeah, I mean, for a long time, G.I. Joe fans were, like, screaming out for a six-inch line. And this is it. And it's great. And I started collecting it a little bit when it f- when it first kind of came out. I picked up a few. And I liked it, and I do like it, and I've got more now. But what was missing was the vehicles. Mm. And, that, and now we're getting them. It feels more coherent. Yeah. Because the trouble with collecting six-inch figures is they're all six-inch, and you know, they're all roughly the same build mm. and there's all these guys just lined up on your shelves <laughs> it gets to a point where it's just like it's a mess of people but it's nice having um having some vehicles for them too it's like it's great having um serpent chariot um we've got the his tank coming got trouble bubble coming like and there's the Tons Ram of cycles. Bikes, yeah yeah mm. the ram cycles it's it's nice that they're getting into that stuff because i think as much as gi joe is a A line of action figures it's a line of vehicles as well yeah so it's good to have that too
2: and i think i think also there's 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 quite a lot of third party stuff you can use as vehicles Mm. like i have a i have a remote control tank that Mm. i have put a breaker into Mm -hmm. um and that's on my display at the moment i've got stink eyes sword fighting on on top of it so um and i've seen people they've they've bought like um convertibles like 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 red cavettes from oh, yeah. like t- from like girls toys so like a uh, brats one yeah there's like a yeah. like a like, and it's it's perfect for six, six figures so the, so they put the crimson twins in there so yeah. they can drive a co- convertible about so there's plenty of stuff like that and people like scratch build stuff for it
1: it's yeah. um
2: like even if they didn't bring bring out vehicles which they are which is, again gonna be crazy and I don't know where we'll I'm gonna display them mm-hmm. um but even if they hadn't done that, I think people would come up with ways to put them in vehicles. Yeah. Because um, that's
0: part of the problem of making a six-inch line is that the vehicles have to be that much bigger, hmm.
2: uh,
0: and then having the space for it is yeah insane. Yeah. Because at least when it was all three and three-quarter inch, you know, you you you've got it's more manageable. Yeah. Space-wise, but I mean, yeah. Uh, because I did collect the original toy line quite a bit. I, I I did got into it around about 1987 I think, possibly after the movie, but I I didn't really watch the movie. And 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 that part of my, me, my part of my enjoyment of classified is is the nostalgia to it because like mm. some of the stuff I a lot of the figures that I bought are ones I had before when I was um when I was collecting them as a as a well, I say kid, I was probably about 13 14. Mm. <laughs> but one other thing we should mention about the toy line is that same as Transformers, the toy line was going through a refresh, which is why they were thinking of killing off Duke and stuff. Like they, they were going to swap a lot of people out. Duke was getting swapped out for Hawk, and they were swapping out a lot of the troops. Like Cobra Troopers had been replaced by Cobra Vipers. You had like Breaker was replaced by Dial Tone and Snowjob Iceberg, and uh, things like that. So that they were trying to swap those toys, toys in, but they didn't do it the same in the same kind of way that Transformers movie did possibly yeah, because I, because of what happened to the Transformers movie was so upsetting
1: I mean it would have, it, it, it makes more sense in a G.I. Joe setting from like from where I understand it, two swap characters out you could just say they're on a mission somewhere else or you mm-hmm. know or for the for the troopers they could just go oh look we're getting you new armour or new you know these troopers are like the elite so we're giving them a new name or like I feel like the swaps could be made like pretty easy but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think killing them off is the best option. Like I don't know why. why? No, <laughs> no. But you I mean, you can kill off troopers plenty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. But I mean, it's like the, the name stage You don't have to kill them off. I, I, I think it's a good thing that they didn't go the Transformers route.
0: Well, I mean, it was a massive misunderstanding by um, Hasbro uh, basically not understanding how connected kids were to the characters in their toy lines. They thought, "Well, we can just take this guy out, put a new guy in, and they'll go buy him." <laughs> and they were like, "No, we like that guy." Yeah, yeah. Just bring him out in a different costume, which is what they do now. <laughs> but, you know, like you know, like, you know, just bring him out like Transformers, GI Joe, um whatever. It's like, "Well, he's the powered-up version," or he's the, uh, you know, he's the bigger version. He's the long-lost brother,
1: twice it. removed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, James, James and I are the only two people who collect Classified in our little pub group. So um, I, I just have to kind of. We, we go on about Classified and they will ignore us generally. Yeah, uh, and
2: then we start talking about music and then Mike will join in. Yeah. Uh, we we end up talking about Transformers for about half an hour and then everything starts dissolving from there. <laughs> by, the end, by the end, we just talked about Britpop for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, you're the you're the one who's um got the uh the bravery to bring in non Transformers toys. The majority yeah, of the I've, time, yeah. I've,
2: I've pretty pretty much since since that that group started, uh, I've always brought in something non Transformers because because when when Star Said, um, I wasn't really buying that much Transformers. I was I was getting really deep into Neca Turtles at the time. Mm. Um, so I was often just bringing a like here's my here's a tra- random Transformer I picked up. And also here's is Genghis Frog.
1: Oh, well, I would love that because I just started getting into the Neca stuff, and I've got the slash.
2: Oh wow! And it's so cool. <laughs> oh, I haven't got him yet. Oh, he's amazing. He is
1: so. I uh, oh, can I have a look at his back. Yeah, sure.
2: This is this is terrible terrible for the podcast. Me, yeah, he, yeah. Ah, oh, it's, it's so cool. Uh, yeah, Neca, NECA, NECA comic slash. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was in um I was in New York. Um, last October. Um, so I did see him on the pegs mm. and I was very tempted by him, but he was the only one I didn't pick up. I picked up uh, Fugitoid and... uh can't remember her name now. The the, the Time Woman. Oh, the, yeah. From the Garage comics. I can't um,
1: remember her name. Yeah, I know who you mean. The person with all the the clocks on her. And... Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> um, and I was happy with both of those. Um, but yeah, that... Nika, um Archie, no, Archie slash, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I'm really looking looking forward to the Archie stuff. Um, I've had to hold off the slash, but man, seeing him on camera, <laughs> I, I do now do now think I might go and buy him after this. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, just,
1: I just walked into Forbidden Planet and I saw him on the shelf for the first time. and I was like, I do need to buy this. I didn't want to buy it in Forbidden Planet, but I, I did want to buy it. So to
2: download yeah. one of the one well, yeah, so one of the things that i am not liking about the future of classified is the fact they seem to be restricting sales to just from pulse they're not they're not really doing it through online retailers or forbidden Planet or those kind of things anymore yeah which seems like a shame like I hope that i hope they I hope they still release classified in in the u k somehow and it keeps going because I know it's not i know it's not the most popular thing in Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be Pulse exclusive in the UK, pretty much, isn't it? Going mm. forward, which is a shame because, for a start, the prices on Pulse are a bit more than most places. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, and you'd think, I mean, obviously it's Hasbro; they want to make money. But if um, they're not even paying a middleman in that se- in that situation, it's not like they're you know they would be selling those figures t- for. You know a a a trade price to um, to those shops, and instead they're selling them to us for full RRP. Yeah, no, 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 no. You just order. You just order over fifty quid. Oh yeah, which is (laughs) two figures. Which is only two figures anyway. That's true. And then they ship the one you want, and then you cancel the other one.
1: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes.
0: And then you get you get free postage. So that's my that's my uh, that's my hack.
2: I I figured I ordered enough stuff from Pulse or would mm. order enough stuff, stuff from Pulse. I just had a Prime membership to save for yeah. postage. Um, yeah, I
0: don't order enough to make make a a membership make sense to me. But if you I, were,
2: I mean, I mean now I'm going to order like plenty from them because it's the only place I can buy them. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. I mean, with this last wave, I only bought the stuff I really wanted from Pulse. So that was Cover Girl and three of the Kimson Bats. Uh, yeah. which again I'm really happy with all of that. The Crimson mm-hmm. Bats are amazing, Cover go is amazing. Um and the rest of it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna wait and see if I can get import stock from ID Toys instead. Mm-hmm. Um or Star Action. I don't think Star Action imported them in the end. Mm-hmm. But ID Toys did, so I've ordered a fourth Crimson Bat. <laughs> <laughs> the, out, the the original original version of Outback, which I think is gonna be good but it's just not as good as t- not gonna be as good as the Tiger Force version, which I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then the repaint of barbecue, which I don't know if I'm really going to do anything with that. And then <laughs> I don't know why I bought him, but I've I've also ordered Falcon. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, I think I think I'm going to look at him after all I that. Think I'm look at him and then put him in the put him in a bin and never think about it ever again. <laughs>
0: yeah, I and mean, on top of that, the, the prices are. Go, uh quite high and going up I imagine especially especially looking at the new stuff that they're kind of teasing It's there's a lot of accessories in there and it's, yeah. uh, it's they're trying to pack them out a bit and uh, warrant the prices yeah
2: I mean the prices for figures at the moment from Hasbro Pulse they're, they're expensive mm. but they're still cheaper than some of the like comparable lines like Valiverse is like the obviously the main
3: mm. I
2: say main competitor they're obviously not really a big competitor they're a much smaller company
0: mm. but they're the alternative
2: yeah, and they 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 brag that they're not raising the prices or anything like that. But mm. one to import stuff from Valleverse is really expensive, and yeah. the figures were already more expensive than G.O.J. in the first place. So I'm glad mm. they don't raise the prices because they're already really expensive and they're yeah. hard to get. Mm. So to me, Giojo Classified is still like it still makes me happy. I'm like lots yeah. of things that people grumble about; they're not bothering me too much. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the things people are obviously really complaining about at the moment is the plastic-free packaging. I love the plastic-free packaging. Me too.
0: I think it's the greatest. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, I know I know there are mint and box collectors, but my personal opinion, and I know it's controversial, is that that mindset needs to go away, because, mm. like, why why do you want just a box with a figure in it? You do something with it. Don't be... That's a very 90s mindset of, like, keeping it in a box so you can sell it on laser. It's not...
1: Yeah. I think the I think the worry is just because it's it's a thing from Hasbro and they're so inconsistent with their quality control. Like, I don't think GI Joe yeah. gets the problem as much, but some of the other lines.
0: Yeah, but none of us, most of us, aren't buying this stuff off the peg anyway. No, 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 yeah. no. I don't, I don't mean so like... it's not like we can walk into the shop and inspect the quality anyway through the window. Yeah,
1: and and
2: even even then, some of the quality control issues you've had, mm. um, like the thing with the viper arms. You mm. could only see that if you take apart the Viper. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like,
3: exactly. Even
2: it, Quality Control in, in the factory can't detect that uh, mm. because it's already assembled. You can't tell whether it's got brown arms or, or, or white
0: arms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, obviously don't know exactly how they assemble them, but still, yeah, something along the line has caused them to put out a lot of them wrong. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and yeah, most of the things that I find that are problems with classified figures is sometimes there's some sloppy paintwork but it's often loose joints or kind of gummy joints or, bad, or badly tolerant stuff and it's not stuff you could check
1: looking through yeah. a window anyway. I, I mean, I mean, there, but that's the thing, it's like there's other there's other Hasbro lines that have like issues with like the wrong heads attached, the wrong leg, you know, extra extra accessories, yeah. not an right amount of accessories. It's just, I think it's that side of it that's what people... Are very like yeah. well, we don't trust you enough, Hasbro, to get your stuff. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is,
0: like they complain about that, but then they'll complain about the open window because they say people will steal the heads off or touch them or something. Yeah, I so think, you can't I think, win. You I can't win either way. I think
1: that actually is a better option. Though I, I do, mm. if I had to pick between the two, I think open packaging yeah.
2: is better.
0: I mean, what I love about the the plastic free packaging is I I can throw it away. Yeah it's just so easy. Yeah it's yeah.
2: less it's like I've, I cuz I've literally just opened like six boxes. Uh yeah. haven't been away for a couple of weeks. Um like I literally just had a box and it just became a straight box and I was just pulling stuff out <laughs> and throwing it in there and, yeah and I just go it would go recycling. Well um, I've I've learned I've learned
0: not to do that after my Viper experience <laughs> because I then had to send it back <laughs> and I was like but I've already thrown the box away. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: So I, I I keep the boxes around for a week or so until i'm 100 percent sure there's no problem with the figure and then i'll chuck it out but yeah it's it's so easy to throw away and obviously i i'd rather be recycling cardboard than plastic so
2: especially when plastic is often not recyclable
0: yeah yeah very yeah very uh, not very not often at all yeah and, you know like those those mcfarlane figures in their giant boxes with all the, pl- the oh, massive yeah. plastic windows. Yeah. Like they're ah, oh, that's it's it's it makes me it makes me sad. Because them and,
1: and Diamond Select, they're just yeah. like they just have
2: to.
1: It doesn't make sense that they are in such big packaging bubbles anymore. Mm-hmm. Like
2: yeah, I recently opened up a Valiverse Scarab, and I swear there was more plastic packaging than there was plastic in the toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was so much plastic packaging <laughs> I had to get through. Yeah. And then and, and Valifers are proud of that. Like, like they say we make stuff to be displayed in the boxes, but that's that's not really what that's not what I want. I want to. No. You know, Valifers stuff is really good. Mm. Um, like obviously, is like the army stuff is a little bit like drab and generic. But um, the scarab, the scabs, the swarm troopers, which includes the scabs as well, they fit in really well with Pfeiffer Patrol. And they look really good, especially with the wings and stuff one of the best things I think about them is the fact that they've got actual treads on their boots and uh, they feel like, it feels like it actually helps them stand up properly. <laughs> I don't know if but that's... But you do
0: have, some of the classified figures are a bit, mm-hmm. don't, don't stand up so well on some of them. No,
2: I've, all my Crimson Guard have currently fallen down. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> because the Crimson Guards have got like kind of banana shaped feet. Yeah. So, like, like
0: it's weird. Like, Why have you done that? Like, the, the toes turn up, so they yeah, they, they haven't got so much surface area. So yeah, I do yeah, find bit... I do
2: find some of the ankles on, on the classified figures a bit weird. Mm. Like they when I'm of... adjusting them I'm just like Does, should this turn this way?
0: Yeah, they don't yeah they, they don't the ankle rockers are odd aren't they? They don't really work very the well. They don't like they don't
2: swivel. No. Um, which I find very strange. But overall it's a great line, and I'm, uh, I'm pleased <laughs> yeah. to still be collecting it. And yeah. I'm,
0: looking f- I'm looking forward to that His Tank, even if every now and again I think, I'm just going to sell it, I'm just going to sell it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to open it, that's for sure, and then I'll make a decision. But I do, wa- I do want it, it does look great. You've, you've ordered one as well, haven't you? I've uh, ordered Jeff one, off. yeah. And yeah, I've also
2: ordered um, another 30-party line. I've ordered the Skeletron Robo-Skull, which is based mm. on oh. Palatoy's Action Force. mm Going right back to the start, and uh, it's going to come with uh, some uh, some red shadows.
0: It looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, if, if it wasn't for space issues, I would want one. Yeah,
2: I, I am going to have space issues. I do not know how I'm going to display any of this stuff. Yeah. And we have a whole year's worth of G.I. Joe classified. That yeah. sounds, looks like it's going to be amazing. How I'm going to display, on my already full shelf, a His Tank, a <laughs> Rainbow Skull, three Trouble Bubbles, you're going for three i'll probably go for three depending on how much they cost. <laughs> if they if they end up costing like 70 quid i will buy one yeah. um but i am expecting them to cost about 50 quid each um, i'm thinking more
0: 70 to be honest wow. but we'll see
2: i don't think the trouble bubble is going to be as big as people think it is uh, i think that's i think that's what the people have been basing yeah. their high speculation on i think it's, mm. i think it's going to be priced the same as the ram bike and I think the Trouble Bubble was probably the same size.
0: I think the reason I'm thinking is not because of the size of the Trouble Bubble itself, but the fact that you get three heads for the guy and quite a few accessories. It feels like there's more in it than there is in the ram cycle.
2: Yeah.
0: But we'll see. My and There you have it. As the Joes like to say, knowing is half the battle. So with our help... Maybe you now now know more, and more importantly, Dave now knows more, about (laughs) G.I. Joe the movie. Do you agree with our musings? What are your thoughts? Why not let us know on social media? Search for us on all of them. You should find us easy enough. You can find me in particular on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Gear Orion and Orion underscore Gear, respectively. And Dave, where can they find you?
1: Um, You can always find me at my um, base of operations, um, Instagram, or twitter at virtualdave26
0: yeah very occasionally on twitter every now and, <laughs> and again you pop up and retweet some things great james thank you so much for joining us thanks for having me you've, you've helped us make some sense out of of that <laughs> insane movie <laughs> <laughs> well, it was great to have you yes
2: yeah brilliant hopefully we have uh, i can come back for some other insane movies when you want Absolutely. to do the when you want to do the in humanoids episode oh, yeah. yeah sure yeah Uh, Right, so uh, don't forget
0: that if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, you can let us know by liking, subscribing, sharing, reviewing. You can even join our Patreon if you're so inclined at www.patreon.com slash ARGBOptics. Don't forget the double A. Uh, We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and please join us next time on, all together now,
1: ARGBOptics! Cobra-la-la-la-la! cobra Lalula cobra